Do you okay. want to do it this week? I can do it. Hey, everybody. Um, oh, no, I got nervous. No, it's fine. Um, what's up, y'all? <laughs> it's nice here. Um, <laughs> do you want me to do it? No, let me do it. Okay, everybody. It is Mace here just popping in with a few. I don't know why I'm getting so nervous. Um, okay, okay, ready, set, go. Hey everybody, it is Mace here. Hope that you are enjoying this very special episode, our three-year anniversary episode. If you have made it this far, um, we like, hope that you're, I'm getting, I can't do it. Hey everybody, welcome to No Small Thing, the podcast dedicated to helping you live a less certain and more curious life. I'm Scott. And I am Mace. Welcome to episode 152. A very special episode. A very special (laughs) episode. That is something that would be like um, a little title on a TV show or something. It is. I mean, I think think that is sort of the sort of uh, industry name. I could be wrong, but Mm -hmm. I'm... I think it's like an industry name for like when a sitcom mm-hmm. does something serious and talks about like drug addiction or something, yes, you know, yes. and it's a very special episode. It's a very yeah. special. We are not talking about <laughs> drug addiction. Today. It's our anniversary. Yes, it is. We are three years old as a podcast. We're outside vibing. Yeah, we are. We're back to outside vibes after doing our vibes episode last week. Uh, we thought if it's sunny out. We can do it outside. Also, our older, more janky mics, I think, might produce better sound, which alarmed me last week. I think they do. I want to go on record saying I said this from the beginning. Ah, so dang it. I don't know. As the one who doesn't care do. about the audio, <laughs> I knew. Also, we're not wearing <laughs> headphones. We've been doing that for like six months now. And this also, I think, creates a better vibe. I get all nervous and I get yeah. all NPR. Yeah. So <laughs> here we are. I am not NPR. So yes. we're going to try to have some focus because we're going to get right into it, I think, because we can talk about anniversary and, and just start popping off. But like Mm -hmm. these prompts tonight are meant to get us to pop off. Yes. So has worked hard on prompts. I've worked hard on prompts, but you have too. I have too. We both have, we We have have our own prompts we've brought to today's discussion. Prompts to (laughs) maximize nostalgia and reflection. We hope that by indulging Mm -hmm. in, and, and just going all in on what we like, you'll enjoy yourself. I had a thought today that was just like, I think I sometimes worry, you know, oh man, are people going to like this episode or are they going to get something good out of it or whatever? And I thought, meh, this is play. This is what this we play. do for fun. This is our creative project. Three years is a lot for us and we've come really far. Like I was joking to Scott. I'm like, Scott, you've come very far in three years and so have I. I used to go by Macy. Um, <laughs> I used to go by Macy. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> it was like, I used like, to go by Macy. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's true. It just sounded so funny. And we me. were like, we were, you have so many nuts above your head. Oh, they all just oh, flew boy. away. Dang. Um, we were friends, good friends, we three were years friends. ago. But now we're best friends. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> so that feels special to me. I feel like that's something Bandmates, that's happened in the last co-conspirators, year. Co-conspirators, yeah. That's like been more solidified. Mm-hmm. And it's not because of the podcast, but it also is very much because No, of the I mean, I think for somebody my age, I'll speak for my myself and the age I am in my situation in life. You know, I, I do talk to people at my age who find it hard to make new friends. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, people have friends. And I mean, there's, I think, a Seinfeld episode about that, too. But like making a new friend is strange. Mm-hmm. It's like th- there, there aren't really a ton of social situations set up to make a new friend in your 40s. And so, like, I think in the early recording, we were like vibing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh who knows what would have happened without the podcast. I think it was that consistent showing up every week and having that shared thing. No, having a shared project that you're working on. I think that that really does bond people doing something. Three years ago, right around this time. I don't know if it's literally today. I was at my old senior pastor's house having whiskey and cigars. Before you came. Yep. And I was like, I got it. Now I got to go. The conversation was going. And I remember, I remember, there were all sorts of little things that were trying to, to get stop you to not me. come. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like we bought the microphones. And then even that night I was like thinking of staying there with this senior pastor. Could you imagine if you had chosen to not come? Yeah, isn't that weird? That would have been so mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have been, like, been kind of on brand. What the heck, dude? I'd have been like, oh, I'm too nervous. Maybe not tonight. Maybe next week. You know. And then I feel like, what if we had never done it? Yeah. Because at the time it didn't feel like a, a, an obligation quite yet. It seemed no, like this thing we no. were going to do, maybe tonight's the night. Well, and you didn't know me and I didn't know. I mean, we knew each other, yeah. of course. But like, I think I was at the time where I would have probably been like, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And yeah, you in, like internally I would have been like, <laughs> F you. I can't believe you've done this to me. No, no even as a friend, though, you tricked me for like two years. Like, <laughs> I've only now real- seen that side of you. yeah so we did it and then we went on i i i I don't know like you know people talk about this idea of a podcast being a grind i saw this like clickbaity video you know the day where one of those people are like they're doing it all wrong podcasting promote if you join my seminar i'll show you how to get five thousand listeners in two months and look at my clients and i was like you kind of salivate at that stuff and you think I'm like, I am not clicking on that. Don't do it. But people talk about this idea of like, you know, uh, the grind grind. of podcasting, but it hasn't ever felt like a grind, but we've been consistent. Nope. You know, it's fun. It's, I I think that this is something that is for more than anything. This is truly just like a really fun, like thing to play. I really like this idea of like, we're playing podcast. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yep. Yeah, we are. And if you're out there doing a podcast and you're also playing, don't think you're not. Don't yeah. think you're better than us. True. <laughs> you're not. True. Playing Gosh. is a superior. I saw a quote <laughs> to today a to that I wish it. I could remember right now. And I'm going to, I shouldn't try and look don't, it up. Don't do it. I, because, it, but it was, it was so good. That it was essentially, it was about playing and working. Dang it. It's gone. Okay. Just leave <laughs> we'll post it on our Instagram. We'll post it. Um, <clears throat> Okay, so welcome to this episode. We're just going to be nostalgic. We're going to reflect on the last three years. Both of us have come with different ways we want to reflect. And in the middle of it, we're actually going to go to our Instagram where listeners have also reflected on the podcast. So that will be the middle chunk of this, if you're curious. We both got our second vaxes. 
Yes, we got our second vaccine. I am on, like, I got my vaccine yesterday, so. And you're not that sick. I'm not that sick. I, I'm very aware sore. that I'm a little sore and I'm kind of tired. Timestamp. Yeah. Uh, May 2021, second vax. Yeah. Boop. We're in that time of the year. Yeah. It's yeah. Happening. So yeah, we did that. We did that that first night. And we never stopped. Like mm-hmm. we, we've oh, we in three stopped. years, we've hardly ever missed a Thursday. We've missed one episode and Dang. we did a replay. Yeah. Isn't that nuts? It's crazy town. Um, you might hear some outdoor noises, everybody. We're setting up the vibes by recording outside tonight. Yeah, okay. So this, if you're new to the podcast, this is an indulgent episode, a, a look back. Maybe this isn't the one to start with. Unless you're having fun, go ahead and keep listening. But like we talked about um, Jadab and Ron Robert Krolich. They were the hosts of Radio Lab, and on their last episode, they said sometimes it probably isn't even about the topic that we're covering. They right. said they just like listeners like to just hear the warm conversation, and it's like exactly. warming yourself around a fire. They said, "Yes, you know? ooh, I like that." <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what I've done is I have gotten some snippets, and it was really hard to choose which ones and why. And then obviously I would get lost in the sauce. I'm like trying to scroll through a whole two hour episode and find the, the thing snippet. that I wanted, you know? Yes. Um, yes. Okay. So, so, uh, I, what I did was I pulled some snippets. So like these are already in an audio file that I can easily drop into the episode. So Perfect. you guys will hear a real true clip and you'll essentially be listening to what Mason and I are listening to now. And then we will respond to it. Mm-hmm. This is sort of like, I noticed that I was getting a lot of clips of you because I was, naturally yeah i was naturally wanting to see your response to your (laughs) reflections (laughs) but it's not just all you but i i thought i have them all ready to go here and i thought i wouldn't go in any sort of particular order Mm -hmm. and it'd be interesting for you to try to guess what episode it will be pretty clear most of the time but like without getting the prompt you'll have to like perk your ears up a little bit so i think there's like 10 okay so this is just a trip down memory lane here we go uh where do i want to start Okay, I'll start with this one. Okay, so this is what we're going to start with. It is the the journey, the Macy the journey. 21 oh Pilots gosh. journey. So I know um, you didn't necessarily grow up, I think, listening to music like this. What, 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 what do you mean music I, I, like I, I, this? I don't, I don't know. It, it, like, uh, we kind of hinted at that when we were talking about, like, not Hannah Montana. Like, who are you listening to? Like, uh, Hillary Duff. <laughs> oh, Hillary Duff, but also what, what, what like what was a standard? What, what were you? What was a standard type of band you were listening to as a junior in high school? Oh, any like a ton of things. I was listening to a a lot of Christian music, but I like was obsessed with Lincoln Park. Oh, um, yeah, no, that I'm not, I would almost say Lincoln Park is a more legit Twenty One Pilots. <laughs> yeah, uh, like what? What is your not not like convincing pitch? Just like. What is what 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 is it about Twenty One Pilots? Like, what's for lack of a better phrase, like, what's your elevator speech? Yeah, uh, elevator speech. How do you sum up like the appeal? Okay, my biggest appeal for them is that it's very raw. Like, uh, there's a lot of truth, and there's very little uh, bounds for the truth, uh, if that makes sense. So, like, pause, like music. The lyrics should really matter. Like I don't, I don't understand listening to music and not thinking the lyrics matter. There are some people out there. I know, I know. There's a lot of people care. out there, <laughs> and I, I just like don't understand that. This is like just my brain's like, well, they put the words there, you know. Uh, so they wrote the words. They wrote the words. Uh, so lyrically, it's just, 
it's just like profound truth in my opinion. Mm. And it's just like true, genuine like experience. And like it's poetic. I mean, it's just, yeah. Yeah. So Kitchen Sink, it means so many things. This, this, I like am getting really emotional about this song. So this might be hard for me to explain. And I was so excited to explain it. But uh, it means so many different things. But this idea, first of all, the line, a kitchen sink to you is not a kitchen sink to me, is just like we all have different perspectives and way we see the world and things that provide meaning for us. And like that, that line is kind of like a gut punch. Yeah. No, that line, that line I like has, it's, it's like everywhere in my life. First of all, my phone case is a kitchen sink. And it's like, if you notice, that's the regional at best kind of like art like thing. It's the coolest phone case ever. <laughs> um, and my keychain has a, like a thing that says a kitchen sink to you. It's not a kitchen sink to me. And so I, I guess I'm trying to think of like the the casual listener out there. I know. Well, how would you describe kitchen sink? Yeah, no, I'm really trying to do that. I'm really yeah. trying to do that. <laughs> <laughs> this, I mean, Tyler had an experience. He's this is what he said. He said an experience at a kitchen sink, and it means something to him, and it'll, he'll never share that meaning and unless only, you ask him personally. No, really, he'll never share that meaning. He has something that he'll share personally. No, no. This is the point of the kitchen no. sink, and he's talked about it in interviews, like he's the only one who will ever know what that kitchen sink meant to him that okay. one night. And like, we each have those things that like, we are the only ones who hold that meaning. And like, uh, and like on some level, part of it is like, like you, you exist and you're here for like, without you, we lose that meaning. Okay. So there was a <laughs> lot of laughing that went on that listening. <laughs> Uh, so we should probably just say that was our first 21 pilots episode. We've done two or three, I think, and we're going to do another one probably pretty soon, but, uh, just so I should prepare everybody. What I've done here is I took chunks from episodes and just put them together. So that wasn't one singular thought that was, I was confused. And so I don't have a beep or something when it transitions. So it is just portions I've pulled out of some of these episodes. This is going to be interesting because I get a little embarrassed by myself. <laughs> like that's what, what came up for here. you as you were listening? Well, A, I feel young. B, I mean, you said it. You mumbled it of like so defensive. <laughs> <laughs> and that's so real. I do get so defensive. No. What do you mean this Tyler. type of music? <laughs> what do you mean elevator speech? <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just asking you a question. Which I think is part of my being nervous. Yeah. You know, like I feel young there, which is interesting. Well, um, you started this whole thing before we got on mic by saying we've grown a lot. Yeah. I, I noticed in a lot of these listening back that I was not as confident. I was mumbling a lot more. I think that's a thing of mine. I, I, I don't talk as precisely when I'm nervous. I mumble. I yeah. uh, slur my words a little bit more. Yeah. You know? Uh, so, yeah. I have a lot of, I mean, I have a lot of tics in the sense I say um a lot, I say like a lot, and I say, does that make sense? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that still happens. <laughs> that has not gone away. And I think I've just come to embrace it and accept it. But that is really interesting. I mean, I think I also say I mean a lot. Uh, T.O.P. T.O.P. They still have a place I, in I my heart. I think it was a third or fourth episode. Yeah, no, that was yeah. an early episode. They still have a place in my heart. We are going to do another 21 Pilots episode with their new album. But it is interesting hearing me reflect back on this band that does still mean a lot to me, but nowhere near the same as they did then. I I listened to more than I shared tonight. And it was thinking, 
and I and I thought this a lot, especially in the early clips that we'll listen to. But I thought that all the roots and seeds of what this is were right there. Hmm. You know, we have evolved in a lot of ways, but you know, right from the beginning, in terms of what you liked about Twenty One Pilots and what you like about Twenty One Pilots, and the way you described what you like about Twenty One Pilots, just sounded right on brand. Right, raw, emo, expressive. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Still into it, and not necessarily clear you know playful you know a band a bandmates two creative people that are inspiring each other and working together yeah you know yeah yeah no that is interesting i uh, i i it's hard to that mace there feels really distant Hmm. which is really fascinating to think about because i also feel like I don't need to go on a tangent around music, but, you know, we talked a lot about this because now I'm into, like, Bjork and Joanna Newsom and just different artists. And I think you even said, like, you knew me being into 21 Pilots, I'd eventually get into, like, whatever it is, just more complex artists. Yeah. Not that 21 Pilots isn't complex. But what you liked about them was complex, I think. Right, right, yeah. exactly. Um, I mean, you're I, seeing it right there. The kitchen sink is is mysterious. It's a metaphor. We don't know what the kitchen sink is. No. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I remember thinking, uh, didn't you say there was something you would tell someone if they asked? (laughs) I thought that was a story. (laughs) No, Scott, don't you know? Tyler has said in an interview and he said he wouldn't. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) Yeah, it does bring up the the rapport we've developed wasn't quite there yet. I definitely felt on edge around you a lot more. Uh, Like, I didn't want to upset you. I remember moments like that, like, oh, 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 oh. Change tactics, upsetting Mace. <laughs> um, I like that you've said um, felt less on edge because you still feel sometimes, sometimes. on edge. Sometimes, you know, <laughs> but you feel on edge around me sometimes too, I'm sure. Yeah, here's a helicopter. Helicopter's going over our head. Um, okay, next clip. Next clip. Uh, let's just get right into it because we can't spend too much time. Yeah, no, I feel like we've got to we've got to power through them. Okay, this is this is a smattering of. Nostalgia, but I tried to get a little bit of everything in from here. the same episode. These are all from this. This is different. from a different episode, yeah. but they're all go. they're all part of a podcast called No Small Thing. <laughs> <laughs> I oftentimes take cold showers, and without any control, all no every time a flood of memories, like like the fastest montage you could possibly ever experience in my brain. Every time I've jumped in a lake, whoa! Every <laughs> lake jumps. Cold. When you take a cold shower? Yeah. Ooh, lakes. Oh, I'm on vacation. I'm with friends. I'm lakes, 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 lakes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so similar with Cool Ranch Doritos. It's like every barbecue and hangout party. Mm. It's like mm. this was the most staple. Cool Ranch yeah. Doritos. I feel and they're addictive. They are. They are. I. This is interesting because I do get nostalgic, and I don't remember the last time I've had a Cool Ranch Dorito. It's been a long time for me. I also have a lager here, Samuel Smith lager to go with my chips. <laughs> I like these ones more than the nacho cheese ones, but I am more nostalgic about the nacho cheese flavor ones. You know, like the red Doritos. That to me would bring more memories. Huh. But this, it does. I feel like I should be drinking Capri Sun uh-huh. and like sitting in my garage on a hot summer mm-hmm. afternoon cool eating this Doritos. Cool Ranch Dorito. Okay, there was a lot of laughing on that one. <laughs> I was We're like, back. what? 
where what what is the topic of this episode? Where is and then all of a sudden we segue into showers chips. coming from and we're all of a sudden yeah, the crunch is coming. <laughs> cool Ranch Doritos. I, w- I want to know the context so bad for what led to cold showers. Oh, I was thinking about how I hadn't had Cool Ranch Doritos in so Since long, and it brings like, a flood of memories, yeah. you know, and it made me think of cold showers. I think. <laughs> oh, that was so funny. That was one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. That episode was we ate so many chips that night. Yeah. We yeah. had so many chips. Yeah, and I don't think I felt bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, I had a conversation with Maddie the other day that salty stuff doesn't really give me a stomach ache. Yeah. Sweet stuff gives yeah, me a yeah, stomach same, ache. Same. Um gosh, that was really funny. No, it's just a, it's just the best thing about cuz I think I'm capturing this in these clips of of just going from an episode on white supremacy and defense mechanisms and and chips. somebody listening is like, "Wow, this is a really heavy ep- like podcast. Like, wow, they talk they tackle really deep topics." And it's like chips. Oh, you thought we were talking about something else? This week, it's chips. This week, it's chips. And at the end of the episode, Mace is going to put on a oh, really yeah. stubborn no. character. Oh, stubborn. I know, I know. Like, think back now to that with, like, your psychology know-how. Like, what what was getting expressed via Mr. Chip? So everybody, at the end of that episode, Mace became a character with, like, a southern accent and very stubborn. <laughs> I was trying to have a conversation with Mr. Chip. <laughs> that was a very stubborn chip. I don't I don't know what episode Chips is, but if you are interested at all in listening to this Mr. Chip character, it gets really wild. <laughs> it's really weird. Um yeah, I don't know what was going on for me with that, but oh man, okay, that is really that's funny. Chips. That's chips. Uh what do I want to get into now? Oh yeah. Let's see. Here we go. In addition to all those other things I said I do in the beginning, I do sound studies too. Um, I'm teaching a course now called um, Religion and the Power of Sound um, because I think that sound is really productive for thinking about modes of relation, specifically in a world that is ocular-centric and thinks that knowledge is produced by our capacity to see things. Um, And so for me, what I'm constantly trying to figure out is what is the thing that allows for words to emerge? What is the thing that allows for song to emerge? What is the thing that allows for noise to emerge? Um, Because all of those because those things are all emanating from the same kind of practice of generative sort of relationality. And that vibration is the thing that makes these things possible. And so trying to think about the, um, trying to think the specificity of the thing as it emerges from that place is the thing that I'm trying to do in my work. One of the many, many, many reasons I wanted to have Ashan on the podcast was just in our small little way, like it, be like exposing our audience to his work. And so I think we can do that a lot in the intro, but I would be sad if we didn't like engage with a little bit of the lonely letters. So there's just one of my, I just was like highlighting some of my favorite sections. I, I do not, I do hate that I don't have the physical book with me because I like a physical book, but um, this is from the dreams section. So okay. I, I thought it'd be interesting if I read it and then you could just riff on dreams a little bit. Cause obviously you talk about dreams a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay. Um, dreams are curious objects of memory and mourning of bright, colorful joys and intense modulations of sadness and melancholy. You are left wanting, left wishing, left wondering dreams produce and contain and hallucinate both elation and ecstasy elation shared flowing through the tender sweetness of air and breath and wind joys like rivers. The comforter has, has come dreams. 
Dreams also produce and contain and hallucinate grief, grief that is too much to carry alone, like lying in bed, slightly damp, or perhaps even drenched because of tossing and turning. Confused mind jumping from thought to idea, to brief smile, to despair, to fleeting pleasure, to heartbreak. All this and a numbing hope echoing the slight nothingness and almost emptiness of the image of desired stillness. A hope that rest and peace will soon come. Dreams. Dream worlds are amplifications of possibility. So good. (laughs) Yeah. um, Why did you want to talk about dreams so much? I... Because dreams are where things happen. Um, Agreed. (laughs) Dreams are are really complex. And when you are in the middle of them, um, you often don't know you are in the middle of um, a dream world. And I wanted to talk about dreams because dreams are, for me the place where otherwise possibility is realizable Um, because dreams allow for the unfettered um, flight of imagination. And it is both conscious choice and unconscious decision, the way that dreams happen. Why is this person in my dream? Why am I thinking about this thing? Why is this room next to this congregation? Um, These are things that dreams make possible, juxtapositions that don't seem real, um, but no less happen in the thing we call a dream. Um, I don't study dreams, so I'm just going to say that I don't think we understand what dreams are in their fullness. (laughs) Um, We don't have a full sort of conceptualization for the reason why we have dreams. Um, We know what the brain does, but we don't, we still don't know why it puts things together in the ways that it does. And so for me, dreams are these improvisational, these spaces of improvisational practice that can be really elating or they can be deeply depressing. Um, I think that letter Um, which is an adaptation of an essay that I wrote, begins by talking about how, I think it does, it might not, it might be another one. (laughs) Um, But in January of 2016, um, I had a dream on a Saturday that a family member had died. And the only reason I remember that is because I woke up crying. And it was only the tears on my face that made me remember that I was dreaming and that led me back into what happened in the dream, which was someone died. Two two days later, my grandmother, my paternal grandmother died. Excuse me. And it was um, eerie to me only insofar as we were not close at all. Um, You know, some people have really close relationships with their grandparents where they call them all the time and they're always at their house and I called my my paternal grandmother once in my entire life to say hi as an adult. Um, and it felt like a, not an easy conversation. So all that to say, we weren't close at all. And yet my dream let me know that there was something that was going to happen, even though at the time that I had it, and even when I 
woke up from it, I didn't realize that it was sort of preparing me. But the dream was actually preparing me for the fact of the death of um, my grandmother. And so for me, I really began at that time to really think about dreams as perhaps the announcement of other worlds interrupting our current world. Oh, it's like no small thing could just be our Ashan episode. That, that, <laughs> That's it. Isn't I, that so much like beauty and perfection and goodness? And it's I'm, just so good. I feel like speechless about it. And also just this sense of this was before we did any of our dreams episodes. And yeah. I, I, I had forgotten this piece of the conversation. Yeah. Like me too. I was listening and I was like, what? What? Yeah. That this is, this is, I mean, in dreams has emerged as a, one of the biggest themes mm-hmm. of No Small Thing. And Ashawn is, and otherwise possibilities is something that both, Scott, you, we've both taken a hold of and yeah. been so captivated by. And I don't really even know if I have words to respond. I'm just like in awe of almost the synchronicity. Yeah of this clip yeah. existing and even the fact that we we've both kind of forgotten about it and then to hear it now yeah a yearish later from that interview and just think of how much more meaning it has yeah. in a year yeah oh. the podcast is vibrate the cosmos it's like we have connected with people like Ashan and Kevin Garcia and Christina Cleveland and you know Marie T- Lynn Marie Tonstad and people that we have learned from, and I don't know, first of all, if we would have actually even engaged with that material if Mm -hmm. it wasn't for the podcast and then to actually be able to talk to them. Yeah. It's such a privilege. I think this is just such a profound connection for me to just have put in my face again of this connection from otherwise possibilities in dream worlds and what the dream world represents. Because, you know, at that time, I imagine when we were interviewing, I wasn't thinking I dreamt. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Which is just... You've grown. <laughs> I know it's wild. <laughs> so much has changed. Oh, I'm feeling really moved. I'm feeling very emotional about that. That was that was a quarantine interview. It was a quarantine too, right? interview yeah, in the very like beginning of quarantine. I was at time. your house yeah. and you were yeah. on vacation. Ashan, I thought I thought that should be included not only because of what has been said, but Ashan for us has emerged as like a guru, even though mm-hmm. we don't believe in gurus. But like every anything Ashan says. Oh, <laughs> well, we have a whole episode talking about not believing. Did I, did I say I don't believe? Well, it's that's the Peter Rollins thing. It's like the, the last guru. It's like, don't have a guru. Mm. Like don't have anybody that's in charge of your life. You're in charge of your own life. And you believe in that. It's, it's, it's like, okay, well, we don't need to get into gurus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, okay. Ashan is a guru and I'm saying that with an asterisk next to it for me personally. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I mean, no, anything Sean does or Ashan does or says, uh, just, in writing or on his Facebook, even like he's got one of the best as an artist, Facebook accounts. as yeah. an artist, yeah. Sean is really in just taught me so much as an artist and giving me so much. I mean, I'm currently making a series of paintings using my feet that yeah. I don't know if I would, if it weren't for a Sean. Yeah. And I think dreams as we, we continue to think about like a, a curiosity curriculum of sorts. And it's mm-hmm. like lots of different activities and things you could do. That what I love about it is it is we're we're not gurus we're not in control we're suggesting dreams and and here's something you do and then we talk about it like yeah yeah you know everybody has their own mind and their own thoughts and I think that's really what's I don't know where we're going to end up someday if we just keep doing this business thing but like we're in terms of like quote unquote selling a product 
we, we don't have like this guaranteed outcome aside from maybe a little bit more joy and lightness in your life. But yeah. it's not like if you do this, you will blank. You, you know? will change your mind on all these things. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like I'm not gonna. You're not gonna think like me. No, you know no, no, that's no. not the point. No, the hope is that you would continue to learn how to think. Yeah, how you want to think yeah. curiously, open up your your own mind. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, well, let's cool. just keep going. Cool. cool. Uh, here comes another one. Here comes a thought. Here we go. Where's my cursor? So, like, if I'm in a situation. And I'm feeling like I'm about to be honest, everybody. I've been honest this, this whole time. This is what we're here for. But like, we are here for the honesty. And I am. I get into this space of like. It is linked to being unseen. It is fully linked to mm-hmm. feeling unseen. Mm-hmm. And I am starting to have the like wherewithal to like connect those things, and like that is helpful mm-hmm. as I like try and catch myself in this. But it's like in order to be seen, I wouldn't ever want to just declare that I want someone to see me. I, and like, I don't, I think that if I were to say something about myself, that no matter what, people are just not going to get it. So instead of doing my best to be as like open and seen as possible, I like will play games to be seen. So it's like, I Honesty. want you to have to find me and try and figure me out through Ooh. these things. And then that might prove that I'm worth being seen. Yeah, the fours are all snapping to this. <sighs> we had to have a, an Enneagram something in there because that's I, been part of who we are. I knew within the first five seconds. Side what note, I was about that to say. I want, I'll probably leave it in this way just to capture the reality of it. That episode was edited by Mace. So it's so quiet. <laughs> it's a very quiet audio. I'm like straining. Hello? What? <laughs> My bad. Um, I knew I knew the second I heard you it. You know yourself so well. There's been so many times where you finish your own sentence as you're listening. Yeah. Yeah. And and as you were saying, it's like hide and seek. Like yeah. you knew this was coming. That's I didn't nuts. know it was coming. It's yeah, this still hits, be yeah. honest. Still still something I work through and struggle with. Um, I said in therapy recently, not that recently, I feel like I'm scene deprived. Mm, scene deprived. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, or which, at least you have been historically. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I don't feel quite as much like this. Yeah. I think, uh, I don't, is, I don't, I don't feel like you really do hide and seek with me. I think I've, I think I've, I'm growing from yeah. it. Um, I feel like you used to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that, that recording was literally the night before I went to Europe and you're at my house. Whoa. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I had, I had just buzzed half my head. I had like, I was like kind of like in a bad state. I was in full emo (laughs) zone. Um, yeah, it's interesting because like, who's to say if I'm a four or not, but this still like that reflection. And I think this is something to name of like, we've done these episodes on the Enneagram and that's something that like. I'll probably want to name later. Well, yeah. I know I'm going to name later yeah. in my notes, but like now I don't know what my number is and I'm not really like using the Enneagram, but, and so it's like kind of weird to be like, whoa, I said so much stuff as a four, but I'm like, that's just true about me. Yeah. Whatever's yeah. being said there is yeah. very true about me. Yeah. Um, and it still is something that's present. Um, yeah, that's really interesting. It's interesting to hear back 
and know it's still, I, I think struggle is probably not the right word. Just know it's still something that is a part of who I am is this, this desire to be seen, mm-hmm. which is of, of course, of course I have a desire yeah, to be seen. Everybody wants to be seen. Everybody wants to be seen. Um, but I think, I think I, in the past few years have actually found relationships where I f- don't feel like I have to play as many games to be seen. And so I can trust a little more, hopefully. That's good. Yeah. I mean, it, at the very least, the Enneagram did give us so much language around motivations and, mm-hmm. and it's like whatever type you are, you can still access all sorts of different descriptions around what a core fear is or core anxiety. And, mm-hmm. and I don't even think I had the tools at that point to even know that there were a variety of different motivations. and Right, to know that some people weren't, that wasn't as much of a focus yeah. or things like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, actually, I mean, I'm just thinking that as we sit here right now, like that has actually been part of our growth, I think. It's it's to think and appreciate that everybody's approaching relationships in life differently. Differently. And that, I, I, think, I think the Enneagram, even though we're in a very strange place with it right now, has been part of that growth. Oh, a hundred percent. Course of miracles. <laughs> a hundred. I mean, no, the Enneagram taught both of us. I think that. I think. I mean, right now, both Scott and I are really dwelling and meditating a lot on this idea of multiplicity, and I think the Enneagram was a piece in cultivating this greater sense of multiplicity yeah. in this way of. Even just the the very essence of the Enneagram symbol itself being nine. Yeah. And saying that people are all functioning with different stories, archetypes, ways in which they're understanding. And and now it's expanded, I feel like. But it's like was really eye-opening and still is. It still is. Like, yes, people are all responding differently. Um, There are some people who aren't scene-deprived. Yeah, probably. But, but... Yeah, no, yes. Not just probably. <laughs> but but maybe everybody still likes to be seen. Yeah. Whether or not they're deprived, I don't know. But uh, all right, ready for the next one? I'm ready. Here we go. Get ready. This is a good one. This is fun. You've done this a great necessary. job. If anybody wants to get some sort of bearing on what we're talking about, uh, the, uh, almost thinking of the word of the word voice as perspective, hmm. like it's our perspective, it's oh, our lens, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's the it's the the thing that we're articulating to the world. Like we use okay, our vocal wait. cords. Yeah, what I want to see what Avery. Oh yeah, quote was. Macy it was had so a friend. Good. So so you see, this is what I'm saying. You did it with your friend. You did this with Avery. It would have been good to do this with the Instagram community. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I asked her what voice was, and she said, "What you use to be who you are." What mm-hmm. you use, yeah, what you use to be who you are. Thank you, Avery. That's such a good And there was another quote. one too, wasn't there? Uh, yeah, how you choose to represent yourself. How you choose to represent yourself. So There's like a conceptual level to voice. Go on a journey with us, everybody. <laughs> we don't know what this means. We're talking about it. Voice is no small thing. <laughs> I knew right away again. I was like, I can tell. You, based yeah, on you're our really skepticism. good. You'd be winning at this if it was a game. Yeah, I would. You knew right when it started. This voice. <laughs> That's amazing. Do you have like a mirror behind me or something? <laughs> I do not. <laughs> um, That's such a in our minds, and it was really funny to listen to it because I do think it's it is as 
hectic as we remember it. It is. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's not like, it's not embarrassing or anything like that, but it, it is, it is in our mind, something we reference a lot of like, that was one that really got away from got us. Got away from us. And boys. we got lost. <laughs> Maybe at the end of play, we got a little lost, but most mm. of it, we were vibing. No, play was great. I think it was at the end, which is kind of makes it fine. Yeah. But voice, we were lost from the start. What like, I think it? we began and we were like, what are we doing? Yeah. What is Nothing's this podcast? Catching. It was episode 11. Yeah. And I think I'll just say it in reflection, because I don't know if you remember this, but you're actually obviously having a very good memory tonight. Um it started with another little relational glitch mm. uh, that, that I don't think neither of us knew how to manage or, ne- or negotiate at that time. Oh, navigate. We didn't, we hadn't, we hadn't and I showed in, I, I showed in, I showed up hot with an idea oh. to start. Oh. And the idea was something I think I had heard in a reflection from Mark Laberton, for, who's the president of Fuller talking about the concept of voice. And I think it might've been the thing that inspired me to want to do that mm-hmm. or have us do it. And it was the idea that uh, creation starts with God's voice. Hmm. So everything starts with a voice. God hmm. spoke creation to existence. And you were like, I no. I think at that time I probably was <laughs> like, like, I don't want to do I that. don't believe in God. Yeah, yeah. Like, you cannot come at me and, I was and like, well, make the, this about God. <laughs> yeah. This podcast cannot be about God right now. Don't you know that I am depressed and don't believe in God right now? Yeah, and then also <laughs> it got into this funny thing of like, well, then do you have another idea? And you didn't. And I was like, well, then I have no place to start. That was my... Do you have anything? You're like, no. And then we're like, let's just see what happens. Let's just get going. And oh, I can imagine. No. And I think we didn't have tools to navigate that at the time as friends. No, I remember being frustrated, but I didn't really know how to be frustrated with you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or even say. And I probably was frustrated because I was like, don't you know that that hurts me that you showed up and wanted to bring about God? Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. All our issues at play. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think I could have ever felt strong enough at that time to be like, I want to start with God. Like, you don't have to believe in God. I, I just have this thing I want to say, and we can move on, you know? I know. I know. I'm also sensitive about, I'm like, I still feel sensitive to, like, I know that season of life for me. Yeah. And You're protective of that, Mace. Yeah, it was really, like, that was, of all times, the hardest for me to think mm-hmm. of God. I can imagine that being really painful for uh, me, that, like, that was brought forward, and I'm like, I can't. And then we launched into an awkward episode. And then it was awkward. But it wasn't like... But you you know what's funny is that people talk about it like they love it. No, if you listen back, it's (laughs) it's not awkward, like cringy and like, what are they talking about? I mean, it's mostly funny awkward. It's like, I mean, to a certain extent, I'm I'm not embarrassed by voice. No. You know, if anything, it's like, Maybe we should have more of those. Maybe we have should have more where we're teetering on the edge of like, we don't know what we're saying. No idea. (laughs) Yeah. Air. Yeah, yeah, I guess maybe more metaphorical things. I mean, we we get we did get a little bit lost on the Trinity episode. Oh, which is another another big, big listen, listen to one. in like in like Asia. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like what? <laughs> okay, uh here comes another one. Getting all the nostalgia going. As you talk it's just interesting to me when I think like it was 4th grade when I was like I have to double down on like whatever they say a girl is supposed to be. Cause mm-hmm. I was just like, there's some like some rubber hit the road. And I was like, now I have to double down on this for some reason. So I don't know like what's happening. Yeah. I mean, what's well, it's interesting. Cause like in some senses, like there was that where, um, I also, cause I wasn't really conscious of the fact that like, I wasn't a boy. It was more like, idea especially when someone said man like that was so much worse than boy like when there's people were like young man or something because yeah. in my mind boy and girl were a little bit more gender neutral mm-hmm. they're just like innocent they're not adults but the idea of someone calling me like a young man I just like was repulsed mm-hmm. by it. I hated it mm-hmm. 
I think C.S. Lewis said like the biggest idols or the hardest idols or something are the things that like are the most true mm-hmm. that are like like Christianity is the biggest idol that we can like have us to distract us from God mm-hmm. and really mm-hmm. pull us away and like I I think like the way that people get so culturally caught up in the church and seeing the Bible as God like so many people I know are like I ask like oh have you prayed about it and they're like if it's not in the Bible or whatever you know they're like they yeah. have these like yeah. I'm just like is yeah. the Bible your God like God is in the Bible but God like also is outside of the Bible like God cannot be contained by some paper and ink oh this um, is so good this is so good and like <laughs> but I think like like gender because it's such a big issue right now and like and sexuality too just like the whole queer theology like really invites people to kind of be open to seeing God everywhere, which is where God is. Like, mm. So I don't think I even need people to be like affirming of me to just be like, I just want people to like fall in love with God. Like I don't think people like know mm. God or even see God. They like love an idol of God. Mm. That's the church. That's mm. the Bible. That's, mm. you know, Western Christianity. And like Christianity is like already so much bigger than even what we see as like Protestantism. Like, the Ethiopian yeah. Orthodox Church is like the oldest church, but we don't even think of like Africa when we think of Christianity, you know? And like, we don't even think of the fact that like the canon that we see as the Bible is like different churches have different canons. Like yeah. that upsets everything. Because like if, if this is not the full word of God, because another church is the different things the word of God, like, whew, you know? <laughs> That'd be nostalgic to hear, Henny. Gosh, that is so special to hear. <laughs> Because that was my second time ever hanging out with Henia. And now Henia is one of my closest friends. Mm-hmm. And that was a little, like a year and a half ago. Yeah, a lot has happened in a year and a half. So much has happened in a year and a half. I'm like, really, I'm just like, really emotional. Because Henia is one of my, has been the biggest gift in my life. Mm-hmm. In terms of, I think for both of us, mm-hmm. just space to be ourselves and talk about these things. And yeah, just, gosh, I love Henia. I love everything she's saying there. I'm, my heart is just warm. <laughs> and it represents uh, our gender series too, you know? It's yeah. like, that has been a series that has also took us, taken us on a journey. That was one of the things you said you felt like I've grown a little bit in over the years, you know? And I, I guess I feel that way. Um, yeah. So... No, totally. And I mean, we'll get to this later, but a lot of people, I mean, I think gender, the gender series has been people, some of mm. people's favorites. I mean, it was a sign of things to come. At the time we were talking to Corey and Henny and you, uh, I mean, it's a godsend to think that that prepared me to be engaging with the kids that we engage with now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but if I hadn't had those encounters, like I would be... I'm already awkward, but I'd be 10 times. I'd probably be, there's a difference between like awkward or problematic. I'd probably be problematic. I would not be equipped, I don't think. Yeah, no, that's probably true. Um, Yeah, that's, that's really sweet to have in the, in the canon of these interviews Mm -hmm. because it does, it touches on these gender episodes, which are really formative and so much a part of our podcast. And also just that night, I remember you'd be like, you're going to love Henia. You know, and because we had only like talked like one other time, yeah. and now to just think of how much Henia means to me and how much our friendship is, it's just like, whoa! Like it started on the pod, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is so cool. Uh, okay, I have two more. Okay, uh, here we go. I, 
I mean, I can understand it, but I'm like, I don't know why there needs to be an obsession with always having deepness. If anybody wants to talk to me about something they're passionate about, I do not consider that small talk. Right, and maybe that's part of it. It's like, part of it is that there's, I mean, if we small talked for like an hour and it never got to anything where it was engaging, then... Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm interrupting you. Go ahead. No, I'm curious. What I'm just feeling like think. maybe I actually only prefer small talk. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's like there's different things. So like, I'll just give this example. You're going to give this definition, but like, yeah, before back when I was working, um, <laughs> sign up for Patreon, everybody. <laughs> I am unemployed. I had this job of like, because it was COVID, I worked at a school and the parents would have to come and pick up their kids. And so I, my job was like the runner. I would like come in and be like, hey, what's your kid? And I'd like go on the walk and I'd be like, all right, this kid needs to come down. And then there would be like three minutes mm-hmm. where I'm with the parents and it's just me. Here comes some small talk. That That is like, that is I think when people think small talk, that is the exact situation that's like, this is the small talk situation where I'd be like, what am I going to talk about? And that was like a little nerve wracking and also just like, what's going to be said? And I'm like, how's the weather? And like, take a look at this. And like, I, re- I remember <laughs> at one point. <laughs> <laughs> <remember> Magic tricks? <laughs> I really was like, I'm ready I, for this occasion. I really was like, should I like consider having like a joke of the day for this moment? Like this exact moment. And like some people were totally here for it. Like I'd be like, saw your kid doing that. They look like they're having so much fun. And <laughs> I've like, seen you do this many times. <laughs> Like just being out in public and seeing a mom and some kids, and and it's like you, some some moms take instant control. Yeah. Honestly, everybody, I'm sorry, I'm saying moms, but I think it's only ever been moms that I've seen out with their kids and you. So oh, interesting. I think I've seen dads. Okay, maybe once or twice. Are you saying like when you see when I run into kids from school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, there's usually. Uh, not usually, but sometimes there's a mom that takes the lead instantly and has so many questions for you and they're getting their kids involved and they're tell- reminding the kids about you and things you've done and, and the kids are asking questions and there's just interesting, in, intense thing instantly created by the mom. Yeah. But there are times where maybe it's another nine mom or something <laughs> and it's like there's a bit of a standstill. The mom says, hi, Mace. And you go, hi. And you both look at each other and the kids are both looking back at you and I'm definitely just looking back and forth because I don't know this person. And you're like, wow, so nice to see you. And the mom goes, yeah, you too. And you look at each other and I think you're waiting to see does do they want to do small talk <laughs> and then you'll, you'll, you'll throw in something i remember that drawing so and so made in school and the mom would go yeah and i'm like oh, i'm so uncomfortable small talk medium talk yeah. large talk yeah we got into it at the end. we really did <laughs> That was a, that was a fun episode. That was a really yeah. fun episode. Like vibes was fun. That's an example of the fun mm-hmm. chips. Mm-hmm. You know, we got some fun ones. No, I actually no. didn't even put some of the heavier ones in this because I just wanted to keep. No, keep it light. Yeah. Did we get into? Well, I feel like we got into some kind of big discussion after small talk. Oh, maybe. I don't remember. I I I don't have that feeling about that episode. Maybe I remember. It was the books. I remember. 
<laughs> I remember I remember feeling like that got filed away in my head as a fun episode night. No, oh, it, was it was a really, a really fun, fun night. It yeah. was a really fun one. And I really like was very proud of that episode because it was so silly. And yeah. also, well, I remember you came in and were like, we're going to trash on small talk. And I was like, I don't think well, we're going to trash on small talk. Well, shows the shift. You convinced yeah. me. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> and is this whole podcast small talk? <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun one where we came in and really like, I feel like you moved from a, like you got curious yeah. and really shifted perspective on small talk. Yeah. It's <laughs> reminding me of it right now. And it's thinking, I think one of the things that hit me was a quote, I think you read or I read that was like uh, an unimaginative person is the person it's that person can't that tolerate can't small, do small talk. talk. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Oh crap. Well, we got to be imaginative. But then I was, I think that's the thing. I mean, this almost goes back to our episode last week. I think that was the thing in terms of vibes. And I was like, maybe I am the one out here trying to do small talk. Right, and, and everybody else is doing, doing bad small yeah. talk. So yeah. it's everybody else's fault, not mine. I don't want to look <laughs> at myself. Okay, here's the finale. Ready? Here we go. I bet you could guess what it is. Where is it? Oh, here we go. Okay, this is the first episode of No Small Thing. And we're really excited. Very pumped. And my name is Scott Gronholtz. And I'm Macy Mooney. And um, this is a uh, low-key, low-stakes <laughs> description of uh, our idea for a podcast. Low-key. Um, and so we're going to talk about uh, where our idea came from and why we're doing this. And how we met. And how probably. we met. Probably. Yeah. Because that's when we probably first realized we could do something weird like this. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do have a lot of earnest hopes for this yes. podcast. Yes. I don't know. I think that this is just a place to kind of, for both of us, I think we're looking for somewhere where we can kind of just be free to talk about whatever and not feel constricted or constrained or like that there's anything or anyone we have to please with what we're thinking. I don't know. I consider myself half the days an artist. <laughs> and I feel like part of being an artist is like being, I don't know, a truth teller. And this is like, I don't know, it's kind of silly, this idea of a podcast, but I also think that there's something to be said that like we get to say our truths and like what we think of things and that matters. And I think, I don't know, I'm excited for what this means of like having the freedom to be like, no, my thoughts matter and I can talk about it. And even if it's just for us or if it's for lots of listeners, like it's still truth being said because it's our truth and my truth. That's my hope. Uh, if we were in like, the high school youth group, that would get a lot of snaps. <laughs> a lot of snaps for that one. <laughs> Man, I really love what you just said. Um, I, like, I love the idea of truth-telling and having a platform for just saying what you want and um, reflecting on things that are meaningful to you. I think one of the things we've talked a lot about is this idea of, of just fun, like a place to have fun. A place to like explore things you're passionate about and just to enjoy yourself. Yeah. Um, but I I love the idea that that there's the potential that your enjoyment of something, whether any of these things that we've said in the notes and all that, um, could give others permission to enjoy the things that they enjoy, mm-hmm. and potentially spark uh, a community of people that um, are as um, uh, random so to speak, as us that just don't have like a, um, uh, a filter or something that um, just makes sense in terms of their interests. It's like just mm-hmm. scattered. And that's so great. 
And yeah. that's what makes everybody so interesting. Um, so yeah, I, I think I like the idea of just like fun, interesting conversations that uh, draw people in potentially and then give people uh, permission to do the same thing in their own lives. Yeah, and I think like going off that, almost the idea that like we can talk about something and say something and like maybe someone will hear something and be like, oh, I'm glad they said that. I've been thinking that, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, I don't know. I think the more voices that we can hear, even just like normal people, we're normal people. We're like... Speak for yourself. <laughs> like, I don't know. And I think that... Normal people. <laughs> we're normies. It's fine. <laughs> I hate being a normie. Um, I don't know. Like, I just think as a person who listens to podcasts constantly, I listen to a wide range of kinds of podcasts with like all different kinds of people. And I don't know. There's special moments where you hear someone share about an experience or about something they're interested in or something that they care about. And you're like, Oh yeah, me too. Or like, I'm glad that was said, you know, because some, you know, now I feel like I have permission to say that or think that, but I don't know how healthy that is, but I don't know. Putting it out there. How did that make you feel? (laughs) Gosh, this is really sweet that we just did that. And it's sweet because this is exactly what I said in the very beginning of this episode. Like, this is fun. Fun. We're doing this for fun. We're doing this for us. And like to hear, like, I have earnest hopes. Mm-hmm. What a sweet sentiment uh-huh. my younger self was saying. <laughs> Truth teller, an artist. I know. I, I consider myself an artist some days. <laughs> <laughs> I was really, it's, we're so young there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting thinking back then what it meant because it was like nobody's listening. Yeah. And we were both, I mean, we were at this it church. It felt so awkward. I'm Scott Gronholds. I know, and doing? I'm Macy Mooney, and uh, <laughs> this is our podcast. But it's it's kind of reminds me why we do this. Like, mm-hmm. reminds me who we are and yeah. what we are doing. And I don't think we've strayed very far from that no, at no, all. No, no, Which is really special to think about. I think we've think put about. some more language around what it was that we were trying to do, because we were kind of stammering around right there, but less certain we're curious captures it yeah kinda, you know yeah we hadn't emerged with that yeah, yet yeah that took like two years we no. said we said we said cynical Less cynical yeah more curious but yeah no that's really sweet and you know i've been having a lot of thoughts recently about i have like this fear of having a platform and scott knows this of this i have like kind of an overarching concern that my voice is going to somehow be considered dangerous right. or going to like harm someone. And, um, there's transference there. <laughs> and, you know, hearing this reminds me of like, no, like yeah. this isn't dangerous. Yeah, no, this no. isn't harmful. Yeah. This is like a really sweet, good thing. And, it's, it's, we get to do this. I don't know. I'm just feeling really encouraged by it. Yeah. It's, it's like this person is like doing really well in life and then they go astray and the therapist says, well, what happened? Like, I listened to this podcast episode about vibes <laughs> and it just sent me down the wrong path. It just <laughs> got going. <laughs> they said this one thing and they're the devil. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I think most of those tonight got me pretty emotional, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, nostalgia, 
uh, thinking about who we are. I mean, it will be, if, if, I guess, I guess maybe it highlights anything that you keep in record is pretty cool 10 years later. And I'm stating the obvious there, but, uh, time capsule type thing, you know, uh, any art you do, anything you write. No, it is really fun to have this archive of our growth. Yeah. Like archive of where we were and where our headspace was in like a genuine, like, kind of unfiltered processing yeah. thoughts of yeah. ourselves. It, it does feel really special that we've changed and grown, and yet also the the kernel of who we are is still very clear mm-hmm. in all of this. That feels really sweet. Like, I think, especially hearing this pilot episode, I'm like, Isn't it we're trippy? doing it. Yeah. We, we, we're, we're still doing what we were doing that first night, Yeah, which is really sweet. I, 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 I didn't. I, I brought those, I had like 10 more and I was like, okay, I got to choose 10 out of these 10, you know? And one of them was the playlist episode, which mm, obviously would have been classic. so fun. Yeah. And at the very end we said, should we practice some signing off <laughs> things? And we were laughing <laughs> so hard and we're like, and then you were just getting too silly. So it was, it was supposed to be sort of like a serious, <laughs> let's try out some things. I was just like, wow, goodbye. I'm Macy Mooney. Oh, is that how it's supposed to do? You know, like, <laughs> so later. awkward. <laughs> Catch you later. <laughs> catch you later, catch right? You yeah, later yeah. All the time. Catch you later. Catch you later we didn't know how to say goodbye. Yeah. yeah. We're going to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Dang. That was a really sweet down, trip down memory lane. I hope that people enjoyed that. I think anyone who's like been with us for a long time would, is, I imagine they'd enjoy I'd be that. here for it. So it's tyranny yeah. of taste. You know, I'd, tyranny of I taste. Listen to the pods I like. And then because it's not just the nostalgia for the listener, hopefully, of, remembering certain episodes that they've been around for the whole time. But like, I think it's fun to hear us reflect on it. Mm-hmm. If you like no small thing. I mean, no, no, I mean yeah, it's like, this is what we do here. <laughs> um, yeah. Like it would be fun to hear the podcast play clips and like relive Hank's giving and stuff. Thanksgiving, you know? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, okay. I okay. think we're going to take a brief break mm-hmm. and then we're going to come back and Mace is going to take control. I've got control. <laughs> got <the> mic. <laughs> got control. <laughs> back everybody we are back um i hope you guys are enjoying this trip down memory lane i know i am <laughs> self-indulgent <laughs> memory lane um uh so now it's time the time in the show where i am dictating how we celebrate okay um i'm really enjoying taking power here i guess um i posted on our instagram i'm actually not really taking over because it's the listeners oh, who are listener now part. going to be a part of this. Because I feel like this is, nice, over. this is nice to have in the middle um, so people can hear them their names if they participated. Because that's really nice that people participated. What's going on, Scott? Scott's having some issues with his coat, it seems like. Um, he's He needs to grab something out of his pocket, and it's really giving him a lot of trouble here. Um, <laughs> would you like me to keep talking about how you're unraveling your coat? He's got it. He's got his phone out. Um, okay, so I posted on our stories today 
And on our episode, I posted a few questions. And, you know, sometimes these kinds of things get nothing and sometimes they get traction. And today they got traction. So that was super cool. Um, yeah. Is it the time of day? Is it the mood? Is it the question? What is it? I don't know what it is. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Um, but the first question I asked was, what has been a favorite episode of yours? Mm. So let's just hear what people's favorite episodes were um, over the past three years. Um, okay. Ash, a Robin 421, which we know of as What's Ash. Up, Ash. Hi, Ash. Ash answered every question. So Ash will be in all these. Also, Lily answered every question. Also, Ollie Moo answered every question. Okay. So we do know who the true homies of the pod are. The true homies. <laughs> okay. Wait, so Ash said all episodes on gender, but look at this. Golden what? Wing and Dove, Gurus, Jobs and Ben Campbell. I told you, you did a whole episode on Gurus. I know. You we did do a whole episode on gurus. <laughs> I didn't say we didn't. <laughs> I misread that conversation. No, but I think I, I think in that episode I said, I'm here for a guru with a certain way. Because I don't, as much as I like Peter Rollins, I do not subscribe to Peter Rollins the oh, way you subscribe to Peter Rollins. It. Okay, so and I think I had an agenda in that episode. You for sure did. Yeah, okay. And I also had a different one because I understand the word guru to mean someone that brings, like guru, the word literally means dark to light. Oh, right. And it's guru, like a teacher. Guru. And I believe in gurus. Right. I believe in the idea of having a guru. Not in the <sighs> sense of like having an idol, but I think a guru is a helpful thing to have. I think Golden Winged Dove probably likes gurus because of the content that I brought to that episode. Maybe, but maybe <laughs> not. Um, but, Jobs. oh man, Jobs was a good one. I love that this, that just is a, a good little random smattering of episodes. I know, I know. And then Who Ben Campbell, which ben is Campbell. like, yes. yes. Ben, any episode with Ben, of course. Um, okay, and then Ollie Moo said, okay, I just have to go on record and say. I feel like say, Ollie Moo knew what she was doing when she chose this. <laughs> I she love. She knows you. <laughs> <laughs> um Ali Moo said, I don't think I can choose only one, but color has really stuck with me. I don't think she's saying that just to be. No, I mean, I think she means it, but I think she also knew that that would get you. That is one of my favorite yeah. episodes. It was a really important episode to me. Um, <laughs> I think when I listened to it, oh, I think plus when I listened to it was when I really fell in love with the pod. Wow. Okay. I don't we'll think see. that she's doing That's that. That's how we goes back to that pilot episode. We put out the random energy mm-hmm. and if mm-hmm. people like it, they like it. And, and obviously they really like that one. <laughs> um, okay. Um, Aaron, my sister said gender ones. Also the beloved arise one was amazing. Uh, she yeah, did text she really me saying that, that she was one. sobbing after yeah. listening to that one. Um, Sarah D um, nostalgia color, all the Enneagram yes. object relations dreams. That's oh, a great like little smattering right there. Relations. I know, me too. Yeah. I'm really happy to hear that someone liked that episode. Lily, the truest homie of the pod. I love the candy episode. I think I think Lily means the sugar episode, yeah. but yes, what? totally. We should yeah, do yeah, candy yeah, yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> what? That'd be kind of redundant, but true. I mean, I guess there's a twist there. <laughs> but we did eat candy. Yeah, we ate a lot of candy. Gosh, that, it's and fun that when we're eating chips bones. and candy in the episode. I know. We got to have another one when yeah. food is a potential <laughs> episode to be had soon. Um, and then Ash said all the gender episodes, um, which is super sweet. I, I, I really like that the gender episodes have meant a lot to people. Yeah. I think that's a really sweet series that we do. Um, all right. Okay. Next. Next. The next question is, what was the question? 
Do you have a least favorite or one that left you thinking WTF? WTF? I was hoping somebody would come in and say, yeah, no, I didn't like this episode. Me too. And Honestly, that would have been fun. I Everybody's know. too nice. Lily, no. Oh, A-Rob, <laughs> the dreams <laughs> one. <laughs> the dreams one with the All blowing right, thanks, up emoji. Ash. Yeah, that's good. Which I don't know. Not if that's, for everybody. I don't know if that's because she didn't like him or if they were oh, WTF. Left you. WTF. This is my she issue. I realized like the that. question. Yeah. I'm like, dang it, Mace. Too many options. You gave people too many options. Too many options. So sorry. We want to know if you didn't like one. Yeah. Ollie Moose <laughs> said, I haven't listened to some because they've been a little too specific. Laughing face. Or because I don't want spoilers like with Steven Universe yeah. Future. Wise. Wise. Um, okay. This next one. The question was, what has NST meant to you? Also with like the cutest picture of us. That is a sweet picture. <laughs> um, okay. Let's see. <laughs> Ash said, freedom to look past the box I've always seen the world in and me to live outside it, too. That's that's amazing. Holy uh, crap. It's like, I'll, we could be done. Yeah, I know. It really is. We could sleep easy. Yeah. Um, so sweet. Do you want to read what Lily said? Lily, everything, no, but in all... Every, oh, what? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Can you? <laughs> uh, what has no small thing? Oh, it's meant everything. Okay, I get it. Okay, jeez, so Lily, this is so sweet. <laughs> everything, no, but everything, no, but in all seriousness, helps me discover new things about myself mm. and just be more curious about life in general. I mean, will we ever get to meet Lily someday? I hope so. In person, yeah. I think we definitely have to yeah. in our lives. Won't that be crazy? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Sarah said, "Mason Scott always make me think and laugh. I love the tangents. Yes, and the ridiculousness. Yes." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, that's so nice. Um, want to read all Moose? Sure. I don't have. I don't really have words. It's a s- and then what the the that cute sweet face. the sweet, uh, sweet cute eyes, eyes emoji. Yeah. I don't really have words. It's a safe space for curiosity and topics. Um, people don't usually talk about, and where I can go to laugh or just have my mind blown. Hmm. That's so sweet. Oh, plus more. It's a really wonderful thing, and I'm so thankful for it for you too, man. Love you, Ollie yeah. Um, I love that. I love, th- I feel like this is, and this is what we hope to do, and I think this is, I, I made this post recently of this idea of, like, it's so serious, you need to play. Yeah. yeah. And I think that, this is like, something that you always say, and I think that this is, hopefully, what's being conveyed here is this idea of, like, we laugh and are silly and are ridiculous, and also hope that that cultivates new information and growth it's like in the being able to be silly that we are also serious about these right, topics right yeah you know i just want to say too i i am playful and maybe more than the average person but i also think in like the the like documentary of my life which there won't be but like <laughs> if we were watching that <laughs> which there won't be. It, it would part of the through line story of this season would be this idea of like talking about curiosity and playfulness on the podcast and not being that playful. Like then it would, it would be like, Oh, getting all these thoughts and things drumming up and then following me around in my regular life. And I'm not very playful Hmm. and I want to be, you don't think you're playful in your real life. I am. I think more so than most, but I guess I'm wanting even more. Yeah. Yeah. I think I get rigid. I think sadly my kids often say I'm rigid and and not like, not like a mean disciplinary dad. I mean, if you guys watch me around the house, I am who I am. Like, nobody would be surprised. Right. Uh, I mean, if anything, my kids are like, it's like we are we have a brother in the house or something. But there are certain times where I feel like I get rigid. I feel like parenting just does that to you. But I think probably one of the most significant things you can offer your kids is play. Mm-hmm, and I'm mm-hmm. like, gosh, 
I gotta freaking lighten up a little bit sometimes. Anyways, there's a tangent. Yeah, tangent. no, I mean, I think this is why we talk about this idea of containers. Like, this is something where it slowly seeps out into the world and we have the set-aside time for it. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to do in the everyday life. I get rigid because of my anxiety. Yeah. And that's where my playfulness definitely, like, goes away. I like to think I'm a relatively playful person generally. Well, I, I think we, we said we're playing podcasts. I think the reason we're doing this is because you've been playful about this whole thing, you know, like mm-hmm. we've been able to cultivate a spirit of play and we couldn't do that if you weren't a playful person, you know, same to you, yeah. same <laughs> to you. Um, okay. Uh, golden wing dove. Uh, it feels like talking with open-minded friends about the endless pursuit of wisdom. Oof, love That's that. really sweet. Love that. I know this is just like lots of sweetness. Um, okay. This next question was, is there something you thought you were certain of that has changed? Um, Ash said pretty much everything. Laughing face emoji. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, uh, Lily says, I was certain I was a four. Ha ha. Then your subtypes episode really changed that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, Lily, same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ollie Moo also said my Enneagram number and a lot of not so little things that I didn't know I was certain about. Hmm. Mm. I think that's something too of like you pick a topic and it's like you don't realize you have some certainty or rigidity yeah. around it and then all of a sudden you start talking and you're like whoa what are my thoughts on it I guess I've been thinking certainly about this thing for so long honestly that's what seminary did for me it's like we would sit and learn how to do exegesis and it was like we'd write down all our assumptions about a bible verse and then we'd read it and we'd go oh crap none of those things we put on the whiteboard are even in there yeah you know yeah. and I was like wow we gotta find some ways to do this in everyday life <laughs> Um, and then the last question was, what would you love from us moving forward? That's a sweet one. Um, okay, wait, I lost the answers. Oh, geez. Okay, Mace. Um, oh, Lily, anything you do is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah said, keep doing what you're doing. Thank you both. Oli Moose said, just keep on being you. I can't wait to see what you come up with. And then Goldwing says, keep diving into what fascinates you. We will. So, <laughs> just keep on going, I guess. Yeah, yeah, keep on Nobody going. Thanks, has everybody. any tangible, <laughs> tangible things besides what's already happening. We will keep on doing this. Oh, is, well, we had that idea last week in the Vibes episode of doing the same episode four oh, times in a row. Which, on the Discord, shout out to the Discord folks. Were they here Moo, for that? <laughs> Oli Moo is in the Discord, and Oli Moo said, please do that. That sounds <laughs> hilarious. I will be into that. So It would be wild, right? No, I I'm know. Just, it would I'm be. just having my mind blown from last week. Uh, like, she said, by the way, I'm here for the six weeks good vibes only content. I mean, the vibes would be really immaculate. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Um, okay, so that was immaculate. a really fun little moment to just check in with the people. Um, also, I just want to name this because it's our three-year anniversary, and something happened this week that we posted on our Instagram that was just really special in kind of commemorating what we're all about, which is Steph, who is oh also a listener of the pod, yeah. friend of the pod. We've now met up with Steph. We now work with Steph. Got a freaking tattoo yeah. this week that says less certain, more curious. That is actually the like most perfect thing that could happen around a three-year anniversary like somebody I, I don't I I ah I don't know how to say this uh I'm just gonna say it yep I'll say it this way Steph is a a very very high quality human being mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know and so when someone like Steph listens to us and likes what we're doing and vibes with lesser more curious and gets a tattoo i'm just like 
I, I, I just could not feel more flattered. I know whatever. it's I it's very honoring yeah. and just like also I feel like honoring is not even the right word. I think this idea that something because because lesser and more curious has become a mantra to each of us mm-hmm. and has touched us and changed us. Mm-hmm. Like as it has emerged, we have changed mm-hmm. as people. We have it has become a part of who we are. And for someone to say, that's all, I'm with you on that. Yeah. I'm, it's touching me too. Yeah. I'm also on that with yeah. you. Like, is so cool. Yeah. It's so cool. So Steph, shout out. We got to get the tattoos now too. No, we I for know. sure have Jeez. to get tattoos. I don't know where I'll get it. I kind of want to copy Steph in a, in a way. I think right, it's a good the, spot. Yeah. Yeah. I probably, I, I don't know if I would, but I'm like, where, I don't know. I don't know. Your neck? You just my touched neck. your neck. I know. It's something to consider. I kind of want an eyeball on my neck. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me. That'd be really cool. I laugh because I enjoyed what you said. <laughs> Not <laughs> laughing at me? No. Um, okay, that was, that was really cool. Um, now... Should we just have another little musical interlude? If you want to. Uh, well, sometimes I'm also continuing to try to think about putting an ad in here. <laughs> oh, should we do that real quick? Sure. <laughs> Uh, hey, everybody, it's Scott here cutting in uh, with some uh, thoughts and ideas about how you could support the podcast. Three year anniversary, and we would love your support just getting the word out about the podcast, uh, helping us get new listeners, and just spreading the word in general. So, if you're interested in helping us do that, you can write a rating and review on iTunes. It's the simplest and best. It's, it's, it's the one I recommend and ask for the most. So, if you haven't done that already, I hope you hear a light, nice, kind tone right now when I'm talking about uh, iTunes. So that would be really, really, really helpful. A very special anniversary gift to us. Uh, you can also post about us on sh- social media. That's extremely helpful, uh, whether it's Snapchat. Is anybody on Snapchat? <laughs> uh, TikTok, Instagram. Uh, just give us a little shout out and, and recommend to your friends that they listen to us. And you can also support us on Patreon. And if you would like to join our Discord server and have some really cool conversations with really cool people, uh, join us on Patreon for $3 and you'll get access to the Discord channel. Finally, uh, buy some merch on our website, lesscertmorecurious.com. Uh, we designed some really cool stuff. So, everybody, thanks for listening. Three years, we got this podcast. Uh, we'll get back to the show right now with some uh, Mace thoughts. Okay, here we are. Here we are. We're back. Um, so Scott was really thoughtful and found all these beautiful clips, and that was conversation starters for reflection. Mm-hmm. And I went a different route for conversation starters, and I, I hope that these are invitations to just talk about different things. So I came up with three different things to talk about, kind of, to celebrate. One, I think we'll save for the end, is my top five episodes, okay. and I'd like Scott to try and guess my top five episodes. Wow, wow, So that'll wow. be fun. I'm going to have a hard time, actually. Um, That'll it's be a fun prove time. My but I have also written down my top moments, and these are not episodes. So okay. these are moments that are related to the podcast, but oh are not episodes. Okay. And you don't have to guess these. Okay, okay. Um, but I kind of just want to name that 
we record and it's these little you folks hear the one to two hours mm-hmm. of our recording, but we do a lot in between. Yeah, like a lot in between that is in friendship oriented. Takes? Yeah, between takes. <laughs> And also just oriented towards, you know, we consider ourselves bandmates and consider this project to be a lot more than just the podcast. And we have other pieces that kind of happen before and after and around the podcast that to me are just as special. And like thinking about this, thinking, reflecting on these three years, like I said this in the beginning Scott and I were good friends, Mm -hmm. but like also we're not super close and we're still like getting to know each other when we (laughs) began this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Like we, we talked about this, like there wasn't a lot of, there was some trust for sure. We had, we'd worked together, but the trust was not like the way it is now. And now we're, you know, I consider you family. Mm. Um, and I think so much of that has been obviously the on-air stuff, but so much has also just been other things that we've done. So I just like wanted to write down my top like moments and aspects of the podcast that have been special to me. Jeez, this is good stuff. <laughs> you like this? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so the first one that I wrote was, and I'll be curious to hear your thoughts on this because this was... Don't do that with that cord. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Only because I feel like it's going to make you sound funny. Okay. Not, not, I'm not like you're going to hurt the cord. I just, I just want to be able to hear what you're going to say. Make sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the first one that I wrote down, I don't think these are any specific order. I'm playing with the cord. I need to stop. <laughs> is I wrote this down is making our paintings before the color mm, episode. That was um, good. Which is interesting that Ollie Moo pointed to that episode that uh, that night before we recorded the color episode, if you haven't listened, go listen. It's one of the best episodes mm. we have. Mm. Um, we painted together. Yeah. And we made, Scott made a painting that is still, it hangs over our <laughs> box. An exploding brain. Exploding <laughs> brain. And that was like a, for me, a very, very special thing that we did together. Mm. Like, Painting is so near and dear to me and color is so near and dear to me. And that episode was one that was like pulling teeth with you mm. to get us to do. Dang, yeah, it was. And was also one that I was like, we have to do this. Like I've been, pa- like I was saying it from the beginning. Yeah, color, color. Color, color. are we going to do color? And you were really out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Like painting and I think even doing the whole episode, just all of it. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I think it was... Maybe I just want to hear your reflections on it because it was really special to me watching you do that. Like, that was an act of friendship, Mm. it felt like. That night was a moment in our friendship that kind of, I think, shifted things. It it meant a lot to me. Mm. Um, And I think also solidified something for the pod. Like, the image you created of this exploding brain and, like, wrote NST color on it. It's just, like, I love it so much. And it's, like, a token of what we're doing. Um yeah. It's like concert merch. Mm-hmm. This is the color episode. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I, I think I felt it just the way you talked about it. I mean, we probably obviously have our own feelings, but it felt like a friendship thing, a solidarity thing. It felt like a long time coming. You know, it's like you, you were like giddy. You know, it's like you you did your thing where you host so well and prepared and brought the energy and, and sort of held my hand along the way and made me feel safe and comfortable. And 
I don't know. I mean, I've told you before, but my mom is a painter, you know, so I think painting is loaded for me for many reasons that I don't even really understand. Uh, so yeah, you just, you just set the tone perfectly that night. You know, it was, it was exactly what you're describing. It was really special. I think it was, it was a necessary thing for our friendship. It was mm-hmm. like, at some point I'm going to have to paint with you, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes, you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was a top moment for me. Um, I mean, I was at my league in the episode. I, I, I don't have as much thoughts and passion about color, but it's really good that we did it. <laughs> Obsessed with color. <laughs> I think we should do color too. I think it would be really cool, especially now that we have colors that are our colors. Oh, right. That'd, That'd be, be interesting. really cool to unpack. Yeah. Just saying for okay. the future. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, the next thing I wrote down is, I just wrote inspiration nights, but then I wrote down one of my favorite inspiration nights, but I'd be curious if you have a favorite inspiration mm. night. But I guess maybe for listeners to explain what they are. Sure, yeah. Of Whenever course. we aren't recording on a Thursday, so we typically record on a Thursday, if we have something like an interview or something where we're recording at a different time, we, I love, I don't know when we came up with this to do this. Do you remember? Uh, maybe a year or so ago we just said i feel like it was more, more than a year ago yeah it was like the first time yeah and we're just like let's just have it. oh right no it was it was it was like in the very very early days yeah. yeah we're like well let's just let's just have an inspiration night we were like it's like it's different than hanging out yeah it's it, we we call them inspiration nights and they're they're kind of meant to be like we're going to be it's like cross training yeah. for the podcast yeah. wow. it's kind I of the way that, that yeah. i think about it and so we do all kinds of things like one of us will pick a documentary to watch or pick. Then you feel like documentaries is kind of like the number one thing. Very we inspirational. Choose. Um, but they've Master become. Classes. What? Master classes. Master classes. Yeah. They've become routine for us. Hmm. Like, oh, we're going to have an inspiration night. If there's an interview, it's like, oh, nice. Then tonight's going to be an inspiration night, which is always so fun because then we still get to hang out and do podcast stuff. Yeah. But it's also for us. Yeah which feels really sweet and I think helps cultivate things. Um, I wrote down my favorite one. Let's, um, let's hear it. It's you their want me most, guess? It, you can guess, but I just kind of said it. It's the most recent? It's the most recent one. What was the most recent? Wasn't it Wu-Tang? It was like two, it was, it was Kundalini and Wu-Tang. Wow. Oh, because we added Kundalini. Well, it was both. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. both of those things. No, the like, Kundalini was really cool. We, I, I made Scott do, made, I don't think made's the right word. No. Invited. Invited. You suggested it and then got really nervous about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we did yoga together at first and then we watched a Wu-Tang documentary and I think we went on a walk in between. Yeah. Um, yep. Oh, afterwards. Mm-hmm. After we went on a walk. And Scott's been, we've been, that's been the inspiration as the past, like. We have one more to watch. One more to watch. Yeah. We've been watching these Wu-Tang documentaries <laughs> for a long that time That has been now. really special for me to watch those with you. Yes. Yeah. Scott gets very giddy about the Wu-Tang do. documentaries. I do. Like beyond casually Dang. giddy. Um, so that, that was my favorite, my, the most recent one, which I mean, maybe it's just because it's my most recent yeah. memory, but I feel like. There's something really special about both of us kind of bringing an ins- something we love to each other mm-hmm. and giving over to what the other person's bringing mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. allowing, you know, I'm not into Wu-Tang Clan, but now I kind of am. And also seeing you be so inspired by them makes me inspired. Yeah, it's like inspiration. We can at least be inspired by their journey, whether or not you like their music or not, you know. 
Yeah. Because they've got such a crazy journey. Don't get me started. Because <laughs> I'm sensing myself getting started. <laughs> we got to do an episode on yeah. Wu-Tang soon. Yeah, man, that'd be fun. Um, I, I, I've, I have liked all of our inspiration nights. I, I like that we watched uh, David Lynch. We watched Rick Rubin. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked the Basquiat, Basquiat. night. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was a good a one. That was a big one. That yeah. was a good one. That was no small thing energy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Inspiring. Yeah, so. The next one is the Bjerg movie is what I'm picking. Bjerg? Bjerg. Oh, Bjerg. <laughs> You're saying it authentically. I'm saying it. I'm, I'm, I'm like to trying to get Bjerg. it in. <laughs> Bjerg. Yeah, yeah. No, okay. those have been huge. I mean, I guess I, I guess I would just say about Inspiration Nights, I think one of the things, and this is maybe going back to even pilot episode energy uh, of what we're doing is, I said this word to, to, to us many times that I really believe in for some reason, which is lifestyle. Mm-hmm. This is a lifestyle. So I don't want this to feel, and I, and I watch other podcasters do it and I don't understand, but like we have, uh, we have an office and we come in for our podcast recording and it's one hour and we're done and we leave. And then we text every once in a while throughout the week. You know, it's like that. I don't, I don't know how I could do that. Like, no, I like that. The the thing that we build out off the mic shows up as we're recording and you've got to do things. I imagine, I imagine people that are actual bands. Like I imagine killer Mike and LP do inspiration things. Oh, for go to concerts for sure. You know, I have to, you got to get inspired. We should do an inspiration night. That's goes on a field trip. Yeah. Like, we have kind of done that in our own way, but yeah. By like putting up posters? Well, we've done like our, our day away at Whidbey or something like that. But True, but like going to a museum or something yeah. would be super yeah, cool. Yeah. Like an art museum. Yeah. Ooh, that would be very <laughs> fun. <laughs> but no, we have. We have gone on little day trips. Yeah. For sure. Um, okay. Next one. This is this is an interesting one because it's kind of like episodes, but it's I, I put this as moments because... Favorite non-podcast moments. Right? For off the mic moments? Off the mic. All, and But this one, I, I don't even know how to describe okay. this. I, I just okay. wrote the gender episodes and interviews. And I maybe just want to say the gender series. And, mm. and less even about the podcast content itself. Mm. And more just like... Um, I, I, I was just reflecting on even the first interview you and I had around gender. And then the second one. And it being so different. Mm. Like just comfortability wise. Yeah. Completely different. Um, sense of space being mm. so totally different, and then also having these interviews. This doesn't. This is interesting because it doesn't really. I said this was going to be episodes, although this is kind of episodes. Yeah. But like, it feels not very episodey. This mm. the series um, because of the all of the conversations kind of around it that led up to it, and like the space between that allowed these episodes to be what they are, which is interesting that a lot of people are reflecting on them as like top yeah. episodes. Yeah. Um, they're, you know, I, I've told you recently that I'm not sure if I want to do another gender episode with my own story. Right. And I'm still not sure, but I'm feeling a little less apprehensive as I was like two weeks ago. But there is something just really affirming. It's not even the right word. Liberating mm. is probably more of the right word. Mm around that being something that's been, I don't even know if explored is the right word around the podcast, but had space here. Yeah. Um, so 
I don't I don't know why I put that in there, but I just wanted to name it. I just wanted to name because it doesn't make a top episode for me, but I wanted to just name that the series itself has felt like a top moment to me that mm. we've done it and that it's been a part of who we are and it's a part of like our DNA in a mm. way. That's my thoughts. Well, that just shows the epic journey. You know, I guess we've talked about Rebel here on the podcast and Beloved Rise, so I hope people have some sort of working definition of what we're talking about or idea. But, yeah, I mean, I've alluded to this, but it was a profound moment in my life where we were sitting in the parking lot of the climbing gym and you were just in your big mood energy that night, like really peppy and elated and sunny out. And I think you were just vibing, (laughs) you know, and you looked at me with this big look in your eye and you said, we can talk about this on the podcast. And I was so sad at that moment, mm. still working at that church. I, I, I had to be the, I, I, had, I, I at least thought I had, I had seen myself as a person in your life that was like wind in your sails, like you're going and I'm supporting. And yeah. it felt weird to like pop that balloon and say, I can't. Yeah. And that, that hurt so bad. I was yeah. like, I, I cannot live this life. Yeah. I cannot live this dumb life, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if that is why I put it in this top is because it was hidden for so long. Mm -hmm. Like, we couldn't talk about my gender for months. Yeah. So weird. Yeah. So dumb. Yeah. No, that's that's really interesting. That's interesting to reflect on. I almost sometimes forget it, and then I'm like, damn. Yeah. Yeah. No, I remember that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we'll always have some sort of, of trauma in our own way from our past experiences together. In mm-hmm. No, it's a shared trauma yeah, for and, sure. And, and I don't know about you, but uh, as time goes on, I'm feeling more distance from it, which is very nice. Oh, very nice. You know? Very nice. And able to like see it with a grain of salt. And also I feel like I'm yeah, actually... What? Bags of gold. Bags of gold. No, um, yeah. And also, <laughs> I've had experiences where I've been re-triggered yeah. around experiences at that church that we were at. And being re-triggered allows me to kind of re-enter into that trauma in a way, but like with a little more distance, mm. which I think has helped create, as you're saying, bags of gold. Like a lot more um, wisdom to be gained from the experience. Yeah. Not Not saying that I'm like condoning that that right no 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 that there's but that there's even a silver lining i I think it's just acknowledging it's not even yeah no it's not a silver lining acknowledging that here we are Mm -hmm, (laughs) i guess mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. (laughs) um okay um this last one this is again it's i'm 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 weird with categories this is kind of this is kind of like an episode i guess but this is like top moment in the sense when we did that COVID, the big giant COVID oh, episode, big. and we did all those interviews, and I think the top moment isn't the interviews. It was like you and I making this project. Yeah, it was a, it's you know? the biggest one we've done so far. It's a big project. It was a big project, and we would just hang out yeah. all day and like <laughs> Zoom to people and then like chat in between and then like Zoom with another person. And then like the next day, we're back at it again and we yeah. to these people. And there was like 30 interviews. Yeah. And it was so fun. Yeah. It was an early COVID and it just gave purpose and connection. And like, it was just, 
it was just so fun to do. And I was so proud of us at the end. Like, yeah. look at what we've created this like giant episode. that was like four and a half hours long. <laughs> that Oh, it was a beast of an episode. It was a beast of an episode, but like it wasn't the interviews. That was so fun. I feel like it was us doing it together. Yeah. That was so fun. Yeah. And just like getting to know different friends of ours too. Yeah. Like, Oh, I'm going to get this friend and you're going to meet them. And I'm going to get this friend and you're going to meet them. And there's a, I think COVID also, like, let's just name it. Our friendship and this podcast changed significantly as a result of COVID. Yeah. Like, this isn't on here, but you and I started going on walks together. You mm-hmm. and I started having more time to, like, be and yeah, also relied we were, on each other. There was a little season where we were trying to record videos and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, well, we're back to that season. Yeah. But... Gosh, isn't that wild to think that I recorded uh, an episode, uh, uh, like a sermon for uh, that church as an Enneagram 5? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yes. I still think I could be, but uh, it's, I'm, I've been really messed with. <laughs> Is this guy a two? Oh, yeah. oh I want to clarify. Messed seven? with. Just in case big hormones listen. <laughs> I, I don't mean messed with like anybody intentionally came in and Messed. I don't think anybody's listening, but if word gets back, no, nobody's messing or has ill intent. <laughs> I, I, I've Spot messed with by know. the universe, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, that's my that's that's it for my top moments. Um, do you have any random? This, you, I'm putting you on the spot, but if you have any random, how dare moments, you put me on the spot? <laughs> feel free, no pressure. No, no, I'll just continue to interject. I've had my time. In the sun. What do you call it? <laughs> Time, <laughs> Time in the, the sun. sun. Is that it? I don't know. Spotlight. Whatever. Um, okay. I, I'll interject if I have a thought. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Okay, then I'm going to move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, my, na- my next one is big learning moments. Big learning moments. And I only wrote down three. Okay. And There's I only been three big learning moments. I don't know why these are the ones that I chose. But <laughs> <laughs> these thoughts. I don't know why. <laughs> But today I was Somebody's just gonna be like, it sounds like they don't know why they chose those. <laughs> I, I think they're 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 each so different from each okay, other. That's, that's even and I better. Think that's part of it. Yeah. Um so I don't know even know how I would describe this as a learning moment, but I wrote down friendship too. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say something. Okay. Uh, 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 about that COVID episode. Mm-hmm. Uh I felt the same and, and doing those interviews back to back. It's one of the reasons why I think this works is like in my life, you're a person for me. And I think this is the thing. This is the thing. Tell me what's so the many thoughts. <laughs> There's this phrase that people will say that really gets on my nerves. Well, they'll say that person just gets it mm. as if there's like a universal it to get. Mm-hmm. And that person gets it. What I want people to say is that person sees things like me. Mm-hmm. That's what they're really saying. There's no, mm-hmm. that person is particularly, smarter than other people they're they're saying that guy or that person is my cup of tea essentially but they're phrasing it with like they get it they just get it i'm like (laughs) no you just they they see things the way you see it you know that's so funny (laughs) so i i feel like with you i i want to say there is something about the chemistry where i feel like if we're sports i hate sports really but like if we're on a team it's it's like I say this to certain friends of mine, and I say that in all humor and laughing, like there's no anger or awkwardness here. I'm like, sometimes I'm like going to pass the ball. I mean, I play basketball more than anything. It's like 
and the person just stares at me and the ball goes off out of bounds. And I'm like, you didn't, you didn't, you catch didn't do the anything. And they're like, so I'm like, well, what we're playing a game here. Like, all right, now let's play pass, pass the ball. And they, they, they pass it way over my head. And I'm like, dang it. And I just feel like so many times, like 95% of the time when we're playing, there's a pass and you catch it and then you pass and I catch it. And I think in those moments, like in the COVID episode back to back, it's like, I don't know if I'm ever dwindling or if I slip up and get awkward for a second or forget, like you quickly fill in the gap and Mm. and you're right there and you're doing it in a way that I'm impressed by and motivated by and like proud of. Mm. And then I think it inspires me to hopefully do the same if I, Oh yeah. You know, and, and it's just like this fun back and forth and to just continue to do. So here's another call. Here's another call. Here's another call. And I'm like, gosh, no, we so cultivated easy. we cultivated our interviewing skills there, yeah. I feel like. Which I think is something, you know, to your point, I get nervous about interviews. Yeah. I get less I'm getting less and less nervous because I trust our team more. You're doing more. IGTVs. I know, yeah. I know I am out here doing the IGTVs. <laughs> I don't have one scheduled for tomorrow huh? though. You got a break. So Sabbath. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um but no, I think that there is such a I think we've I mean in this this will go on to learning moments, but like the blitz was team. We need a team yeah. for that. Yeah. You yeah. know, we yeah. need to trust yeah. in each other yeah. for that. <laughs> and that's been, it was kind of a grind. <laughs> oh, <kind of>. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Okay. Sorry. Big learning moments. Yeah. I don't know why I put this friendship too. Friendship too. Well, if you don't know why you put it, I imagine you don't have much to say. So let's just move on to the next. <laughs> <one>. <laughs> that episode is a really interesting one because yeah. It's all about our friendship, mm-hmm. and we talk about our friendship, but it's this really strange episode where the things that were being said in it was what I wanted and wasn't getting. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. We were having, like, a big... I, I put it as a learning moment, more of, like, this was a pivotal moment for us as friends hmm. and as podcasters. Hmm. Like, we walked away from that episode, and... I think it was one of the first real rifts we ever had hmm. or like ruptures oh. or some things. Rifts you know? with a riffs. T. Riff? Well, riffing makes us sound like we're like no, right yeah, now. Not we're just like, riffing. Not like riff. Rift. Like rift. Yes. yes. Like rift. Um, and I don't even remember what it was about. But. Well, you weren't feeling seen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you did in the episode. You're like, I want a friend that listens and sees me. I like to have friends that when I say something, they're, they listen and they, they pay attention and they're present. You know, I'm like, oh, it's distracted. Is this me. what's happened? <laughs> um, but I think that that was. You called me the next day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that was like a, one of the first like trust moment, like a very big trust moment of. A lot fell on the line for me. Mm. And that episode exposed a lot Mm. for me. And we came back and more than worked it out, Mm. which is something that we're, I think we've, we've now cultivated this pattern of, you know, we now have Mikian go to our learning ventures episode. Right. Language around this idea of going. Mikian language. Mikian language of going to the void. Yeah. And kind of finding each other in the void and finding these aha moments and whatnot. And for whatever it is, that was a moment where um, a couple days, that episode evoked a lot in me and like stirred up a lot and stirred up a lot between the two of us. And we more than worked it out. Yeah. You know, we like 
found each other. And I think that was when I, I I put it as a learning moment because it was like, I now, I feel like it was more like a trust moment. Hmm. Like I trusted you differently after that episode. That was a big, that was a big one for you. It was a big one for yeah. me. No, exactly. I'm like, I don't really know. And I think it's, it's also meta because it was this friendship episode. Yeah. Like it was all about friendship in this episode. And then the things that we talked about then kind of became more than what we had even talked about in our outside of the podcast, yeah. outside of that episode. Um, I remember you called me the next day wanting to talk about it all. And I could tell the vibe you're bringing is that you didn't think you were going to get listened to, mm-hmm. you know? So it was kind of a fight, fighting it out. And I was like, well, I can listen. We'll just listen for a while, you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it was, I think it was a really big trust moment. Mm-hmm. Like talk about transference. I'm sure so much transference was happening. And then you responded so differently than what I was expecting. Huh. And it was like, oh, this is going to be different. Yeah. And obviously we had gone many, many episodes. I mean, it was like episode like 60 or something. Yeah. So we'd gone like a year, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it was, but it's, I mark it in my head as a turning point Hmm. um, for us. Friendship too. Friendship too. And we have the little picture of the fox and the hound, which is one of my favorite movies. Oh, I guess that's a kindred spirit thing to me because it might be the most impactful movie of my life. It's such a good movie. It's such a good movie. Um, Okay. Um, Next learning moment I have and this is maybe a personal, but I think it was also big for you, but was fuck it with Barry Taylor. Oh, I know. It'd been cool to have a clip from Barry tonight. Yeah. Yeah. That was big. That, so fun. That episode <laughs> oh, changed man. everything for me wow. in terms of my social media presence. Yeah. Like. And he's still out there. He's still out there. No, he posts like 17 photos yeah. a day. And I'm like, yes. Daily collage. I He gave me, because I like social media. Yeah. And I like posting and I like being artsy on it. And I like. I was so caught up in nerves around it all. Yeah. And that episode set me free. Dang, that's set me so cool. Free. And my Instagram has, you. it's so obvious when that episode happened in my Instagram huh. sense. It's like, to me, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so obvious. You're going to get a lot of snail content now, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm like, I don't give a shit if you yeah. care about my snails or not. You, <laughs> you, you can unfollow me if you don't want yeah. snail content, yeah. you know? <laughs> and I can be artsy and I can be not and I can be obscure and I cannot mm-hmm. and I can say fuck it. Yeah. And almost every time I'm like, should I post this or not? I go, fuck it. Yeah. And I post it. Barry, shout out Barry. Shout out to Barry. It has, like, given me so much freedom. And Instagram has become, personally, like, my own personal feed has become so much more fun for me. Mm. I'm, like, I love it. I think it's just become exactly what I want it to be. I'm, like, this is exactly what I want it to be. I don't have any regrets on my feed, you know? Love that. And I just am, like, that was really big for me. That's great. I love that we're bringing different things to this, you know? What do you mean? Well, like, I got... I gave an Ashan shout out. Now we have a Barry we shout out. We got a Barry out, so, shout yeah. out. Shout out to Barry Taylor, UK bloke. Everyone yeah. follow him in his collages. Yeah. <laughs> so good. And now he does this thing where he like takes pictures of bands and posts quotes yeah. over it. And it's a nice thing for mm-hmm. him to do too. Um, okay. And my last learning moment was the Blitz. The Blitz. Which. <laughs> that has I, a different taste to it. Has a different taste to it. I think we learned so much in the blitz yeah like the blitz is its own uh covid episode and it it just spread out almost you know like the covid 
The Enneagram yeah. and COVID one? It's like we did that and then just spread them out. Mm-hmm, you know? mm-hmm. Yeah, but like also we did... No, I feel like it was so different because it wasn't like, hey, how's it going? Oh, What's it right. like being a nine in COVID? True, it yeah, was yeah. like, hey, we're going to blow up the Enneagram and yeah. go on this really big exploration. And the Blitz was, you really mean Lester and Mercurius? Yeah. You really mean that? Yeah. That's what your guys' thing is? Let's let's see how that goes for you all. Yeah, I guess at the very least we've, we've been humbled by the Enneagram. <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> I think I learned so much about myself and, you know, the blitz became and became this like meta thing to see our personalities yeah. in a way like unfold in these interviews. And then what happened after the interviews yeah. and what happened when we had to take a hiatus and where we are now, I just think it has been, it's, it feels really like, I, I it feels I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. The blitz just feels like some kind of image of sorts or some kind of symbol of sorts to to refer to of like this process, yeah. the unfolding of things. Yeah. Things unfolded in the blitz. Ourselves unfolded and we allowed ourselves to be wrapped up in it. And I don't know if I would do it like that again, mm. you know, but we learned through it so much. I learned so much about myself and you and I think we learned to trust each other so much in the Blitz <laughs> because it true. was like we're both <laughs> grasping what words are you gonna use? and like yeah. grappling and our uh, what we thought we knew was getting shattered and it wasn't just in the safety of between ourselves. Yeah. It was amongst people we really respected and then another person we really respect would say something completely different. Yeah. And I can't imagine doing that alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I just feel so grateful we did it together and I learned so much through the Blitz and, you know, now here we are and I'm pretty distant from the Enneagram yeah. as a result. And that's also really wild. We could have never predicted that. You yeah, know, we I thought we're going to do this. The Blitz. Blitz would have gotten us even more solidified with the Enneagram community. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And now... Because no. think about how excited you were when I said we were going to interview Beatrice Chestnut. I know. Yeah. Popping, like, freaking out. Yeah. My hero. I'm yeah. going to interview my hero, which it was a great interview. And I still am like, love Beatrice. Yeah, you miss Suzanne. I know. <laughs> I know. Someday. So sad. Someday. Yeah. Someday. Um, but that was a really mm. big learning moment for us. That's big. Okay. That's it for my learning moments. Now, time to guess my top five episodes. Is this for the finale? This is for the finale. And I don't have them in order, but I could put them in order. Oh, gosh. Guess. Man. Should I try and put them in order? Should we just say the top five? Are they order? They're not right now, but But, I could. But there is an order. I probably could. It's up to you. This is your thing. Actually, I think they actually are in order. Okay. (laughs) Yes, they're in order. Favorite episodes. So should I just guess? If you want to. And then if I, if I, maybe if I guess and I hit one, you can talk about it for a second. Yeah. Okay. Color. I should have put it in here, but in my head it is. <laughs> yeah, I guess that'll be redder as well. That's so good. Um, it didn't make my top five. Actually, it didn't make my top five. Oh, episodes. Oh, I, I would need to look at a list. You could. Think, like what ones have, I know I know which ones have stood out to you, but like, 
Okay, let me ask a question. Mm-hmm. How, how, how many on this list are interviews? None. Wow. Okay. That, that frees up my brain to think of some other things here. <laughs> Goodness sakes. This is where I'm so bad because I feel like I always, always want to show that I know someone, but like when you say it, I'll know. I'll be like, oh, yeah, that one. What the heck? No interviews? Is Playlist making one of them? Yeah. Holy cow. <laughs> I want some clues. This is fun. <laughs> I want some clues. Uh, there is one one that is like an older one. And then... Okay, Joanna Newsom. No. Ugh. No musical artist. Oh, okay, that frees up my brain even more. <laughs> no musical artist. Okay. A lot of concepts. Vibes? <laughs> <laughs> Small talk? No. <laughs> oh my gosh. Voice? No. <laughs> terrible at this. <laughs> Hold on. Concepts. Wilderness and Holy Ground. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's my number five. Okay. Do you want to talk about that for a sec? Sure. I don't know why. Yeah. But that one was so special yeah. to me. Yeah. That one I know was that really that special to it. me. Um, I think it's because I got to talk about those flowers. Okay. And I love those flowers. <laughs> I got to talk about those flowers. <laughs> the flowers in Wallingford. Mm-hmm. But I think it was, for me at that time, spirituality was really rough yeah. for me. And that one was a moment of like a, a reprieve into back into spirituality, which is something that is so much a part of myself. Yeah. But I, had, I was so depressed. Yeah. And that was like, the hope that was me coming out in a mm. lot of ways. And mm. that episode I think represents that. Mm. And then I also think it was us at our best in terms of each of us kind of got this moment to have the spotlight, to yeah. share a, a, a theological thought yeah. on things. Yeah. Um, and it's also special to me because now I have this new concept of Holy ground mm. with a different phrasing, like that's spelled H O L Y. Holy. And lately I've been thinking a lot about this idea of, being wholly grounded, yeah. Holy as in W H O L L Y, and it's. I used to kind of look at this holy ground, and you know, like it would be fun to go back and listen to it, and then now think of my because I, I have these grand concepts of like I love that scene in the Bible where God's like, "Take off your shoes, you're on yeah. holy ground," yeah. and it's beautiful and magnificent, all these things, and I still feel that way, but I feel like I have a new sense of that being more tied to earthliness Mm. and humanness that just feels, I don't know, cool. And I just, I loved that episode. I also just loved that it was like, we had just come back from our trip to Shasta. And I think that was also a big friend time for us. And it just feels, I don't know. I love that episode. Yeah. No, it's a good one. One of my faves. Yeah. Uh, Okay. That was the, that's, that's the, the, the oldest of them all. Gosh, I feel like it's not fun. It's going to be boring if I guess, I think. I think that I, was I'm a good... I'm kind of thinking this was fun, but that's for just For us. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's People would be like, what's, um, what's so s- funny about him missing Two or series. Okay. Is defense mechanisms in there? Mm-hmm. And I'm supposed to know? Is it the interjection? <laughs> it is. It is. I wrote defense mechanisms, especially interjection, because I'm a selfish bitch. <laughs> but then I accidentally wrote butch, and I kept oh, it because that was funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what you do. 
You interject. <laughs> I interject. That was a really, I love, I love defense mechanisms. And I think we should go back to defense mechanisms yeah, soon. Yeah, I'm surprised we haven't done one in a while, No, actually. me too. Um, well, because we, we got, we, we got spooked by projection identification. <laughs> <laughs> that might be true. Yeah. That might be true. Um, yep. Okay. okay. Yeah, if you don't want to guess, that's fine. I do want to guess, but I feel like it's going to get boring for people. I feel like if someone's still listening that's at true. this point, that's like, true. you're fine with this. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can, hang, you this. can hang up. Good point. <laughs> Turn um, it off. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. We're at the end. Trinity? No, although that's yeah. a great option. That's a great option. I'm trying to think of all the concepts that we did. Um, One of them's kind of a wild card. Sometimes I, I look through and I'm like, oh, crap. Yeah, we did a whole episode on that. Mm-hmm. Um, jobs, snacks, candy, food. No, we didn't do food. None uh, of them are, like, too not silly. snacks? No. Oh, so these aren't too silly. Uh, gosh. Phones? No. <laughs> Although, like, one of Emojis? our No. Concepts. Sorry, I shouldn't have said the word concepts. Like, no, I know what you well. mean by that. I know what you mean. Oh, 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 oh. The other within. Yes. <sighs> yes, that is up yeah. there. Yeah, that is for sure. That's okay. probably my number two. Okay. Wow, I'm going to be very interested to hear what your number one is. So we've done, we've gotten three so far. Mm-hmm. Do you want to say anything about the other within? Sure. I mean, it's one of my favorite episodes we've ever done. Yeah. Um, it seems people seem to like that one. It's a concept that has rocked my world and mm-hmm. has still rocks my world and is kind of something I will never not live with, I feel like. Literally the other within. Yeah. And I feel like it's the start of our own journey with multiplicity as podcasters. And it was also just really cool to share something that had been forming me for like months yeah. and then bring it to the pod. And I think in terms of curiosity, this concept of the other within... It, it, it to me is a hack yeah. for curiosity. Yeah. It's one of the hacks. Yeah. Um, and I don't know that that podcast was really, I think it was one of our best in terms of working with a concept and teaching and being playful. Like mm-hmm. the part at the end where we both talked about our own like places where we see ourselves have the other within emerge and where we get aggravated. I thought that was a really like one of our best times dabbling with, being personal without being overly vulnerable. Mm, mm, mm. I think that that's like, I feel like it marks a new way we are. Okay. Which I, I just like feel like it, it's, it, it, it strikes a very nice balance that episode. I'm very proud of that episode, honestly. And I think it's just, it's helpful. Like this concept is so helpful. The other day I thought of this new idea of the mother within. Oh, <laughs> like, not damn, bad. Is that the mother within? <laughs> is that the mother within? It's even more <laughs> kidding. Okay. Um, well now my other guess is object relations. No, okay. no, I was Sounds too like rigid good. and nervous for okay, that. Okay. <laughs> and so I haven't hit number one yet. You haven't hit number one. Oh, I feel like number one will be obvious once you hit it. Oh, what is it? It's hard. I, I want to give a hint. <sighs> once you give a hint, I, I'll get it, I think. Exactly. But why don't you give a hint? Oh, you want me to give yeah, a hint? Yeah, sure, why not? Okay, well, there's one that you haven't named, first off, that's not the number one. Okay. So there's one other. But number one is not just a single episode. Oh, it's another series. It's a series? Mm-hmm. Oh, number one? Mm-hmm. And it's not an interview? Mm-mm. Well, generally, no. Is it gender two? No. 
generally know. What? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> once you say what? once you know it, you're gonna know it so hard. <laughs> <laughs> what? That really threw me off. Is it an interview? Generally no. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's not the B boys. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Anymore, it's a series. What is gen? Oh, some okay. So it, part of this series, maybe there's been an interview. <sighs> Frick! <laughs> what am I missing here? <laughs> a series that it's has in front had of your face. It is like it's in front of my face. You <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what friendship? <laughs> a series, ruminations. <laughs> I hate this sort of thing. This was like that night you tried to get me to guess who played it at best. I was like, I don't know. I asked if you wanted to do this. No, I know. No, I did. I did. I didn't. I do. A series that is not interviews, but sometimes. Gosh, I feel crazy right now. It's okay. What is it? Music? You said no music. No music. Uh, Gender. Defense mechanisms. Part one, part two. What what other part ones do we have? Steven Universe? No. What is it? <laughs> I give up. Really? <laughs> well, what? Dreams. Oh. Dreams. How did I how did I not get that? That is so like the only other series we uh, have. We're just talking about dreams with a Sean. Gosh, my brain. <laughs> it, it works too hard. It, it needs to relax. Exactly, exactly. It's like Jeez. it's so serious. You need to play. Yeah. Um, speaking and of I play, think I'll t- I, I know the way my brain works, and because <laughs> this is going to sound so bizarre, but because those dream episodes aren't placed in a scattered way in our lineup, it's all one. My brain glossed over them because mm. I was trying to go up through our feed and and I would I was trying to picture friend one friend two 30 episodes later like what are the what are the ones where we come back to it mm-hmm. I know but dreams we did we had one yeah of them but was the like fact that they're blocked later. it yeah. my brain missed it I, yeah. I know that's just the weird way my brain works is like just glossed right over it but anyways yeah. whatever dreams that's probably my number one I love that just the whole we gotta series. do more um and then my other one is play Play. Yeah, I should have known that too. Gosh dang it. Yeah. So those are my top five. Wilderness and Holy Ground, Defense Mechanisms, Play, Other Within, and Dreams. It's the order. This is ending on a really bad note. What do you mean? Uh, I'm angry now that I missed all these. (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but those, I mean, it's hard to pick. Yeah. No, those are good ones, though. I mean, it'd be interesting to reverse that and say what's our least favorite ones. I don't know if I have a least favorite... There have been. Oh, I know one. What? What? You you say it off mic? (laughs) What? (laughs) Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) We had to say that one off mic, everybody, but uh, (laughs) everybody's going to be really intrigued. (laughs) An episode that went. Yeah, I don't know what to say about that. Yeah. Uh, I, I think there have been episodes. I, I would say this. I don't even have an episode off the top of my head that I'm thinking of necessarily, but like, I think there have been episodes, and I think we're countering this tonight, even by being outside, that have not felt playful. Mm-hmm. They felt like a grind. Grind. I felt mid episode that like 
sleepy. I'm getting through this. Like mm. I, this is my, I'm committed to the podcast. It's not sleepy. Just sort of like, gosh, I'm just not here tonight. It's not like I'm not here with you. It's just like whatever it is about this topic or this vibe. thing where vibe. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm not feeling it. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe off the top of my head, I could say it wasn't a bad episode, but one episode that I just tanked on was the Fiona Ab- Apple episode. Oh, I totally yeah. tanked and I wasn't even there. No, you no, know? no, no. I was like talking to a wall yeah. that night. <laughs> Great. Yep. 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 I was just like, I am lost. I'm totally <laughs> lost now. There's nothing I can say about there this. There was no coming yeah. back. <laughs> Gosh. I don't, I don't think I've had a moment like that in a long time. I think, I think that's, that just shows that kind of goes to the whole thing of creating an atmosphere or vibe as teammates. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think we have done so much since then that I, I would have, I, I, I don't think something like that would happen again. No, no, I'd be surprised if it did. You said one thing at the beginning. It wasn't even your fault. You know, it's just like threw me off and I was like, I'm, I'm gone. Gone. Thrown yeah. off for the rest of the night. And, and like, I thought I'd get back in. You know, I, it's like jump rope. You know, I thought I'd jump back in and I just couldn't find a way in. No, you know? no, no, no. You could not. <laughs> I'm like, okay. All right. I'll just keep talking like about Fiona Apple. Fiona Apple. So here I go. And here we go. I know. I was like, I can do this. Yeah. I can talk to a wall yeah. about Fiona Apple. So <laughs> I, I will do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, we did a thing. We did a thing. This has been really fun to just reminisce, be nostalgic. Yeah, I mean, there are several times tonight where I just got super teary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hearing hearing that pilot episode, isn't that nuts? No, I think the pilot episode was the most significant yeah. part of this whole night. Like, hearing our, what did I say, earnest hope? Yeah. I fucking love that. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. love that. Yeah. That's a beautiful thought. Yeah. And it's like. Good job, 23-year-old Mace. Gosh, yeah. <laughs> if I could see me now. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I'd be really happy to see me now. Mm. It's really sweet. You would. You would. You'd be so encouraged. I'd be so encouraged. Yeah. You'd be like, look, Mace. You got it's gonna this. Be okay. you, yeah, it's going to yeah. be okay. Yeah. I think that's something that people maybe don't know yeah. is that this podcast was slightly birthed out of like me being really depressed. Yeah. And needing something. Yeah. Yeah, and that's true. us being in a toxic environment and mm-hmm. needing something, mm-hmm. which is funny now because we're now both in like outside of the pod flourishing and doing things that contribute to the pod. And yeah, if we could see ourselves now. Hmm. That's true. I guess it goes for both of us. It goes for, no, I think if you could see yourself now, you'd be like, whoa, look at that. Yeah. No. Oh gosh. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I mean. No, I, I told you this, but it was like sharing my life story the other day. I think that's what happened. I was, I was, it wasn't on the pod, everybody. It was like with the beloved Rise staff and I was seeing it. I was seeing mm-hmm. there I was and here I am and holy crap. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's like, I don't even really believe in fate, but this is, well, Peter Rollins. Oh, also if I was doing a top I would have to include Padraig and Peter both. Yeah. That was a crazy thing for me. But, um, you know, Peter will say, and this is what got me started even talking about defense mechanisms. You know, uh, we don't believe what we say we believe. Hmm. And we believe what we say we don't believe. Hmm. And he said, your beliefs come out in your actions. Yeah. And so I was just about to say, I don't believe in fate. 
and I don't think I do, but I I notice that in the, my subconscious or something I attribute all of this to fate, and yet <sighs> there can't be any sort of scientific connect the dot proof of how we are where we are now because of curiosity or no small thing, but we are. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so it's, it's, I don't know. It's like if, if we launched people on curiosity journeys, it's so fun to think of like what could happen with your life. Yeah. Like what is happening with my life? First of all, I'm very proud and satisfied, you know, uh, in terms of what I'm doing and same with you, right? The place mm-hmm. you're in. Mm-hmm. Oh, very much. And, I, I, I absolutely know it's because of this podcast and it's because mm-hmm. of the curiosity and it's because of the conversations mm-hmm. and it's because of the doors they open and the paths mm-hmm. they let us on. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. It's not like a ripple. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why it's like, I, I, I just keep thinking like the future is offering almost just repli. That's what we did with our little curiosity group in the, in the youth group. It's like trying to sort of, you know, create lightning in a bottle or whatever the phrase is. It's like, we want to recreate this experience we had for you. Let's, yeah, like, let's talk about dreams. Let's talk about play. Let's talk <laughs> no, about serious. learning ventures. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's like, we want it to be your own, but also here's yeah. what we did. And it was yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I think we're onto something. <laughs> at least for us. Yeah. You know, I think that's the thing is like, at least for us, yeah. this is, this is where we're headed. Yeah. You know, and this has been life giving, yeah. life giving absolutely, and stabilizing for us mm-hmm. and consistent and so many things and connected us to so many cool people that we yeah, never would have met. I think no small thing is our version of morning pages. It's our <laughs> practice, right? It's like, you think about how we started and we just kept going. Yeah. And it's. Yeah helped us. I mean, are you wanting to correct me and say, it's not literally morning pages. Julia Cameron had a much different <laughs> idea in mind, Scott. <laughs> yes, I am. But, <laughs> but I like stop myself, but clearly not enough with my body. <laughs> All right. It's not <laughs> literally morning pages. I'm like, this it's is so practice. far from morning pages, but sure. It's a practice that, I mean, okay, correct me if I'm wrong. Part of morning pages is to sort of unlock your brain and trick it into like not overthinking things and just doing right. True, it's a lot of free associating. Yeah, yes. and I whatever. I don't need to. I don't need to associate no small thing with morning pages. <laughs> this has been something that has cultivated a something. This is morning pages right here. <laughs> actually, Julia Cameron would TM this. We're doing morning pages. Morning pages. TM. I've been writing the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> real morning pages evening pages <laughs> all right maybe that's a good note to end on everybody okay thanks for listening if you listen this far holy smokes we love you and <laughs> thanks do. for listening and uh we're gonna come back next week everybody and i'm gonna firmly and boldly announce this yes unless something goes not right plan we are going to talk about my chemical romance with yeah, our friend are. dante yes and so my Chemical Romance listening needs to start right now for us. Yeah, it does. Um, no, it totally does. Yeah. We need to start getting our MCR going. And if you're hearing this on a Monday, uh, you got three days to deep dive My Chemical Romance. Actually, you have another week. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> weekly, but we're going to start listening to My Chemical Romance. All righty. Good night, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs>